Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Who is Jimmy Pardo? Guess again. Here he is. And I do the horns. You're the one yelling, Jimmy. Yeehaw! Let's have some maple syrup. Oh, man. See? I know what I'm doing and I know how to catch it. On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hey, everybody, welcome to the program, episode 29. I'll guess it's 7, 2907. Bam. Thank you very much. I'm a winner. Thank you for tuning in to the program. Hey, everybody, welcome in. Uh, a gloomy, uh, gloomy. I was listening to the White Sox Detroit Tigers game on the drive in. Uh, they're playing in Detroit, 77 and sunny. Huh. Not the case here. No. Not today. 66 of glooms. Mm, which is just how I like it. You like it like this. Love it. I'm, like, like, a, like, I'm that. like Mark Anthony with this weather. I, uh, I'd i rather have 77 and sunny. I'd rather have that. I mean, that's nice, but it gets... I know people who live in Alaska or whatever probably hate hearing this or Seattle, but I it's, it's too much. After six straight months of it, it gets... And, and it's been hot, too. So, like, but... So, like, the hotness sucks, but when it's just sunny, sunny, sunny for six straight months, I need a little bit of variation. I like that. Well, you're getting it. I am, and I'm loving it. And uh, you're McDonald'sing it up. He's loving it. You don't, you're not wearing long sleeves, but I always feel like this is the time of year when I'm just like, please let me wear a sweater. I'm just dying to not be wearing a, a short sleeve shirt. Here is uh, my thought process on long sleeves today. Um, didn't think it was cold enough. Mm-hmm. Didn't think it was cold enough. I, I did pull out a long sleeve shirt to put on, something similar to what Garen is wearing. Yep. And uh, then I went, you know what? Uh, long pants, short sleeve. That's the way to do it today. I mean, I think by by the afternoon, you will have you will be the one who's happier with your decision Absolutely. than me. <laughs> but well, you have I, a shirt underneath that. I do. I could take this off. I Absolutely. To. I do like that top. Uh, that, I do too. long sleeve top. I I've like been it. able to wear it, and I don't know when. That's not from a uh, sponsor of ours, is it? No. My dad gave this to me for Christmas a couple of years ago. Merry Christmas, Matt. Yeah. From Michael Belknap. My dad likes to uh, go shopping for me and, and buy things that, on paper, it's like, are you crazy? Don't buy it. Let me buy my own clothes. Mm-hmm. You're like, this isn't going to work out. But he he's on a streak right now. I don't want. I should. I shouldn't say that. I should. I don't want to jinx it. But he's gotten me some great stuff that I would never have picked out for myself that I really liked, including this. Is trip. he's getting? Is he getting help from a lady friend or a sister of yours? No. No. He's doing it all on his own. Yeah, he he just he just goes to whatever store he goes to. It's like some local shop where he lives, and um, whatever they have is what he gets. And maybe the store has taken. I feel like that's probably what happened. That's what's happened. The, the, maybe there was a change of ownership or or management, and they're they're stocking things that I like instead of. There were times when I was like, oh, this is, you don't even know your own son. <laughs> this is crazy what you're giving me. Well, we know he didn't know your birthday one year. We do know <laughs> that about true. Mr. Belknap. Yep. 
Uh, well, we hope Michael Belknap's doing well today. We wish him a lot of luck because mm-hmm. we do on uh, to everybody on a Monday. Yep. Uh, as September winds down, as September ends, that's a Green Day song, right? Is that something? Wake me when September ends. Wake me when September ends. You're right. So I. uh, You saw that show. You saw American Idiot. I did see American Idiot, and I liked it. And I did not see it. And I like Green Day and musicals. (laughs) Maybe I just was a little. I I don't know. I don't know that I loved the concept of a Green Day musical, even though I like that album. I just was like, eh, that's not the kind of thing I want to see turned into a musical. That was good. That's what I heard. It was good. I would see it now if if it was playing. I would go, go see, see it. it to sure. treat yourself. I will. Maybe some community theater will do it now. It's been that long. It's very... <laughs> right. That's probably my only option. Um, speaking of uh, musicals, anybody watched the Tonys last night? Anybody watched Broadway's Back? I did not. I did see the um, momentous reunion of Kristen Chenoweth and Adina Menzel, <laughs> which I didn't think was. I'm not in the know as much as maybe other people, but I didn't know that that was that big a deal. Apparently, it's a big deal. Uh, and then they chose uh, one of the, uh, uh, well, there's only two good songs in Wicked, so they chose a boring one. I think there's three. What, I, think, uh, I think that's one of them. You do think. You like that one. I like that song. I like Popular and, 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 and Gravity. Um, gravity, yeah. yeah. Define Gravity. Those are the three. Yep. Um, I say gravity because I'm on a message board. I keep it, uh, <laughs> we all know what I mean. I like DG. Um, it... Uh, <laughs> But then our friend Anthony Rapp popped up. Oh, cool. They did that I, duet. Uh, now, full disclosure, I didn't think it was as strong as the when Anthony and I did it in Toronto. <laughs> but they did a nice job with it just the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, they did something from Ragtime, which was great. And then they ended with that, you know, that freestyle rap thing that Lin-Manuel is part of, that improvised. Freestyle of Supreme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So this you're talking about the concert. It was not a concert. It was a continuation of the Tonys. But but what I read was that people were very angry and right, rightfully so that the Tony Awards were on Paramount Plus. Here's what happened: the beginning of so they were like three hours long. The Tonys. Okay. The first two hours were on Paramount Plus. No, they're like four hours long. Oh, the first God. two were on Paramount Plus. Yeah. And then the last two was this Tonys presents the Broadway's back, and they presented awards. Oh, okay. Well, best musical, best mad? play, because it was stupid. Yeah. To separate it like that. Yeah. Um. All because CBS needed, wanted, needed, must show Big Brother. That's why it all happened. <laughs> Very important. So, uh, so once Big Brother was over, then it switched over, and Leslie, mm-hmm. uh, uh, not Leslie, Leslie Odom Jr. Yeah, Leslie Odom Jr. Uh, took over the hosting. Gotcha. And it was, uh, you know, it was fun. Some of the performances were great. Mm-hmm. Some of them were, uh, you know, I mean, you've got Jake Gyllenhaal in house. Why is Ben Platt singing anything from Sunday in the Park with George? Oh. You've got Gyllenhaal in house. Uh-huh. Why am I looking at Ben Platt's face? Because <laughs> he's promoting a big movie. <laughs> Pass. So that's already Gyllenhaal's dead on arrival. <laughs> this beautiful head of hair. Yeah. Um, and then Josh Groban does his uh, thing. That, that, but that, that rap thing was so theater going comedy. You know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. it's there was zero funny to it. But I, I got to go back and watch it. Then um, I watched the documentary about those guys. Um, and. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. But <laughs> but I do think that's I, I would be I would love to know. And we probably will never know. You know how award shows are like super produced. Everything is like we've got it's live. So we've got to make sure everything's so, boom, boom, so boom. are you asking if it was pre-written or improvised? Yes. No question pre-written because that's the problem. If it's there's absolutely and Elliot can back me up as a guy who's done improv. There is nothing worse in theater live performance than something that's supposed to seem like it's improvised but is written well that was what you witnessed here (laughs) there was occasionally 
reference to what we saw. Like it was supposed to be yeah. a, a, a four minute recap of the Tonys. Yeah, and it was pre, clearly pre written, with the exception of they would go "Hello, chickens" to acknowledge like a speech that was given Mm -hmm. just these little quick interjections that made it look like it was in the moment it was clearly not done in the moment and it was very after you had the the triple header of the of the wicked the rent and the ragtime duets yeah this did not top that so the show ended anticlimactically we're in a very weird place where hamilton's the biggest thing that's happened on broadway in 20 years but it's now to the point that everyone who wants to see it has seen it, at least on Disney Plus, if not in person. And, and uh, amongst maybe some people, it's a little like we're over it. Mm-hmm. We've moved on. But Broadway, for commercial reasons, still needs people to care about Lin-Manuel Miranda because he is the sort of the magnet, you know. But it's just awkward because it's like. No one really wants to see anything else that he's going to do. They, no, they don't. They, just, they either want Hamilton or no more Lynn. There's the, I'm sick of Lynn enough already. And he probably is aware of that. Like anyone would understand that. It's not about his talent. I think he's a genius. But I, there's a certain moment where you're like, can you please go on vacation? Well, I remember when, like, when Tarantino showed up on All American Girl with <laughs> yeah. Margaret Cho. And it was like, dude, you're around too much. Yeah, please. You need to go away. Yes, yeah, so you're my favorite director. And I need to not see your face for yes. a little while. Agreed. But so there's, the, there's people who are like, enough already. And then there's the people who are like, I just wanted Hamilton. Because they've just gotten into it like in the last year. Yeah. So, you you know, and he's part of that freestyle thing. Of course. He's there and right. uh, um, doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I would, I, you know, I would even like more of his rapping, quite frankly. <laughs> Can I just say, though, I, I'm going to go back and watch it. But I coming from as a family, we are finally watching the 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 last amazing race that we hadn't seen, which is. I think it's season 31. It's not the most recent, but it was the one where there's some Amazing Race re- returns alums and then some Big Brother alums and some Survivor alums. It was like the, the best of reality yeah, of duos. The, of the big three CBS yeah. shows, yeah. And uh, and so Team Fun, if you've ever watched any of their seasons, it's this two awkward young people, <laughs> uh, a, a young woman and a, and a young guy who... Uh, insist that they can freestyle (laughs) and they're doing it more than they ever did it on their other season and this last episode we just watched they they forced phil to start freestyling yes 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 and it was so fucking uncomfortable it actually made me think of freestyle love supreme longingly (laughs) like man i wish i could see people who are good at this so if i had watched that and then watched the tonys i would have been like oh these guys are geniuses i don't know if you would have oh man Uh, because i know those guys to be good i'm not i'm not dismissing what they they do they are good this particular one just like i said it did not top what preceded it that's the thing like my thoughts on the documentary aside those guys are undeniably talented like uh, there are there are some of them uh what's the guy from um uh Oh man, I, I want to name it, same as, say his name is Arkosh or something. Um, he he was on he was Garen, help me out. He was he's on the um, the show uh, the Netflix show that we were just uh, that I told you to watch and now I can't remember the name of <laughs> the hell Tiger King. No the the one <laughs> the one with John McEnroe is the narrator and uh, oh 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 never have I ever never have I ever Tiger King. Yeah, so he's on that and he was and he's been in he was on uh, the Mindy Project. He's like a legitimate freestyle genius. Uh, and some of those other guys are really good, too. Wayne Brady was there. Okay. <laughs> 
it, you know, it was it, the problem was it was written. That's yeah, uh, that's, yeah. that's at, at the end of the day, and and again, very anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, well, Broadway's about the written thing, right? I mean, that's that's why people like Broadway is because people write amazing songs, and then other people who are good at singing them sing them. Yes. And so this that, looked like a bunch of people that went. You remember when Chris Hardwick and, and Mike Furman did the end of the show, end of the hour as we know it yeah. on the uh, the all night uh, uh, comedy Bang Bang. Yes. And uh, that was better. <laughs> and it was because it was fun. They recapped right. the hour. Yes. It's the end. Jimmy Pardo did yeah. the thing. And, that, right. and, Matt, and it was <laughs> that was a better version of this. Right. Uh, so it can be done very well. Yes. Um, it's just the fact that it, it was clearly not improvised. Mm-hmm. That made it a bummer. So it sounds like what you're saying, though, is also that when you have these huge reunion, like these are some of the best songs from Broadway over the last 30 years sung by the people who originated them to try to follow that with some kind of nonsense is is a tough that's order. a great way to put it it was kind of nonsense like that that's not a that's not an end of show no thing. but i think they thought it was going to be yeah. obviously they did right because they did it but uh uh but our uh, he's not my friend but i've met him several times denny burstein mm-hmm. who uh almost died of covid and yeah, then lost yeah. his wife to als in the last 18 months mm-hmm. finally won a tony wow and uh he is my friend steve hollander's uh one of his best friends Oh, that's awesome! And oh, yeah, so, you've told me that. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. So that was exciting. And then they showed the uh, they showed the um, number from uh, Moulin Rouge. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a live uh, thing, and, and Danny was great in it. And uh, that looks like it's got a fun show. Boy, if that ever gets here to L.A., that's going to be fun to see. I think it is coming to to the Pantages. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's part of this season. Oh, great! Yeah, because it's uh, boy, it looked really good. It got, mm-hmm. it got me all jazzed up. Cool. The Tina Turner one looked like uh, every other bio play. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if I even need to drive past the theater when uh, Jagged Little Pill plays. I don't I think I'm <laughs> I think I'm out on that, man. There's some big controversy about that show that I am not sure what it is. Like is most of the cast is, is leaving because of uh, is it transgender related? There was a it there was a character be. in the previews that was identified as transgender. And when it went to Broadway, they had done some rewrites that took out explicit reference to that. And then the show, then everything shut down because of uh, the pandemic. Okay. So it was only open for a couple of weeks, I think at that point. So somehow this is what I don't understand. Somehow that maybe just because the whole world was going crazy. and was like, who gives a fuck about that show? Like <laughs> we have bigger fish to fry. But then when everything was coming back, it sort of cropped back up like, hey, remember when they did that shitty thing? Right. And so the producers issued a two page thing saying we want to acknowledge the hurt we caused and we've hired a team of writers to rework it to try to remedy this. And, uh, you know, we take this seriously. And it seemed like it was it was very, very pandery, but it seemed like they were doing the right thing. Like the way the thing was written is mm-hmm. it was very pandering. But um, but it seemed like they were trying to do the right thing. And, and I give them credit for that. But still, people were leaving. I think the show's just going to close anyway. It's not doing well. It's You know why? Because it looks like it sucks. I know, but that's why I want to see it. It's <laughs> like the main thing. I don't know if I can. Just the <sighs> By the way, Oliver does an impression of one of the scenes that we've seen over and over. Like he does like just the bad acting of... <laughs> Remember the what was that thing where they were performing out in the street? Yeah. Oh, oh my right. god, it was so it was incredible. Boy, Alanis can't catch a break this year. Is she having a tough time? Well, because there wasn't there a biopic that oh, uh, the documentary. Oh yeah, she's not happy with the biopic with the documentary either. You're right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, uh, I although didn't you and uh, my wife are going to go see her next week, not together. You guys are yes. going separately, of course. Yeah. Uh, at the Hollywood Bowl yeah. outdoor. Well, here's a couple of things you ought to know before you go. <laughs> 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 Isn't that ironic? Hey. Do you think? I got one in my pocket. 
<laughs> the other hand doing the peace sign. That's a line right out of my act that I say every single night. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, because I laugh every night. And I'm happy to. Uh, hey, speaking of that, I did a uh, Flappers uh, show on Friday. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was uh, it was our smallest crowd to date, but still a heck of a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Still a heck of a lot of fun. So uh, those are still scheduled once a month through the end of the year. Maybe I'll continue at that point. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Flappers stands on this. If they, if it's a hassle for them to do these things, right. I don't know. Uh, but it, uh, it was fun. And uh, Betsy Stover's husband uh, was there, <laughs> nice. uh, Ari. And uh, he was uh, one of the people that Jose chose for me to talk to. Mm-hmm. And then it was, uh, he goes, well, you know my wife. And I was like, holy shit. And then it cl- all clicked at the mm-hmm. same time. And Betsy was in the other room watching it, apparently. Oh, that's so, funny. Uh, but it was uh, a lot of kitty cats, a lot of kitty cats on the stream. Oh, lots of that uh, must have thrilled you. You oh, love cats and you don't have to be in person with them. So it's, it's ideal. I got to you know, look at their little heads and yeah. get to pet their little heads. At least I got to watch people do that. <laughs> um, but uh, but I thank everybody for coming out to those. That, you know, I mean, look, at the end of the day, they're mostly never not funny fans. It, I, I would be hard pressed to find somebody in there that's like, nope, hate the podcast. Love, love your stand up in this. Mm-hmm. Like it, that would be bizarre. Yeah. Uh, so I would imagine everybody in there is is right. from uh, this community of Never Not Funny, and I thank everybody for uh, joining on those because they are fun. Yes, Ellie, it looks like you're concerned. I, I don't is know it Betsy Stover concerned? No, it's it's cat, it's cat related. Yeah, how can I help? <laughs> um, with our new mask regime, yes, have you noticed any less uh, effect of being near animals? I really haven't been any near any animals. Is is that logical? Am I making something up that doesn't exist? What do you mean? So allergies, some people get allergies in their skin. Most people get allergies through breathing. Yeah. Do allergens get blocked by a mask? In which case. I I would imagine they would. Sure. Mm -hmm. In which case then, although if you petted a cat, then your hands would have cat. So you'd have to wash your hands. I'd have to wash my hands immediately. Yeah. But but uh, is it your it's, you, you have experience with this? If if I was let's be different, I go to J. Keith Van Stratton's apartment. Sure, that's and a good example. If I wore if I wore a mask the whole time, yeah, would I be affected? Maybe not. Not if I took a Zyrtec and then did the sprays and wore the mask. Might be able to get through a nice game night. Hmm. To your point, that was my point. Yeah, might be able to. But are you keeping your mask on that entire time, though? I don't know. First of all, I don't even know if I'm going, Gary. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going. I don't, I, full, full disclosure, I haven't been invited to game night. <laughs> but also, so I hope you fucking guys are having a great time at this game night that you've been going to. Just don't commit to anything that you're not prepared to. Yeah, we don't want you to feel uncomfortable. I, I just feel like it's. I don't know. Garrett, I don't know the answer to that. First things first, I got to get invited. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Secondly, I. Uh, well, I've got an in with Keith, so I could probably get you invited. Well, I got an in with Keith. He, he comes on our do. program. But I, I why am I not invited to game night? Because you're allergic to cats. Yeah, I can't go. <laughs> it sounds like the cat thing is a convenient, convenient excuse for him to not invite you. Well, the cat thing uh, uh, is very convenient on my end as well. Of, right. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'd love to, but you know, you got the cat, you got the dog. Would love to. Did I just blow up your spot? I apologize. Uh, no, I, I, I look, here's the truth. If J. Keith Van Stratton said, uh, hey, we're having a game night uh, Saturday do you want to come? I I don't know if I would because of COVID at the moment, but in ordinary days, I might give it a try and mm-hmm. go, oh, you know what? I can only last an hour. See you, everybody. Right. right. That, that's what I would try to do. Hmm. But there are other people. There are people where you don't even know they have a cat. Yeah. And then there are people where you know they have a cat. Mm-hmm. So those are the places that I know to avoid. Sure, sure. So I will not be going to J. Keith Van Stratton's. <laughs> Actually, my, in my experience, although he has a number of cats and he fosters He's cats. A, he fosters cats. Yeah, that's the, he is a fastidious gentleman, however. Yes, he is. So I don't want anybody to think otherwise. No, 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 no. It's uh, but there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of fostered felines. Yes, very. He very kindly uh, takes care of cats that need caring. Uh, and you know who else does that? Uh, it was on our show once. Gary Cannon. He does yeah. it with dogs. 
Yeah. Yeah. He fosters dogs. So uh, there's uh, people out there doing good things. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we wish them all. There was, by the way, there's an announcer. He goes by the nickname of Bones, who was uh, part of the uh, part of the uh, C NBC. It's the NBC golf, yeah, NBC golf team. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Ryder Cup was this weekend, which was wonderful. We we brought the trophy back stateside, so we're feeling good oh, about it. Oh, thank God! I know you guys were Finally. concerned about it. I, you know what? I, I I sounded sarcastic when I said that, but I actually do care. I don't care about golf at all, but I do always care that the United States is doing well in sports. It. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. I, just, I don't disagree with that. By the way, it's like I, I want to win everything. I, I, <laughs> I also like I, what's going on somebody at the door who's here what's going on Hello. Danielle Koenig is here Hello. hi Danielle Hello. we're talking about the Ryder Cup so perfect timing come on we're talking about game night. have you been invited to game night to Jake Keith Van Stratton's apparently there's some big game night that he's hosting I mean years and I, ago. I've not been invited years and years ago I'm talking about right now no, but maybe we said no too many times. That's probably. <laughs> I should tell you this: there's no real game night happening. Uh, it was a hypothetical. On if, yeah. if I wore a mask, there would the allergens affect me? So, well, oh, well okay. <laughs> and then you just out of nowhere said, "If Jake Keith Van Stratton had a game night, he, he would, would I be able to go because of the cats?" Yeah, that's what happened. That's have what, you ever listened yeah. to our show? <laughs> <laughs> just like, well, something must have touched it off. Well, that well, was yeah, Elliot. Yes. Elliot yeah. had uh, his curiosity, just like a cat. He wanted to go. <laughs> right. and you got to suppress that curiosity with a mask. <laughs> he, it was a great question. If I was to wear a mask, in that because I love cats so much, if yeah. I was to go somewhere that had a cat and wear a mask, he, I believe, he has more than one cat, so I. Don't think it. Yes, you're Sometimes walking into a conversation five. that's over, and I brought it up, and I shouldn't have let it happen. No, you shouldn't have. Uh, Danielle Koenig is here. She's in the area. She, of course, is at a meeting with her producer, Garen Cockrell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got the hot new podcast. Uh, Danielle, give her the name of the podcast and, and who it's with, and then you, you got to leave because we have a real guest coming in. <laughs> and you'll be on eventually. We'll rebook you. I'll talk to the booker and get you on. Do you know the name, honey? What's Do you qu- know the name of the podcast? <laughs> oh what is the question? Do you know the name of the podcast? No, the question is, Jimmy, what is the name of my let me podcast? Ask you, let, me, let, me, let me answer that with a question. Uh, is your new podcast part of Misfit Toys? Yes. Who uh, curates Misfit Toys? You. Yeah. So, I, of course, I know the name of all so my children. what is the name of the podcast? <laughs> Movie Time with Doug Benson. <laughs> I I, yeah, I love that one. Ali and Bean have tea. I love that show. It's not. <laughs> I know all the titles of the programs. And I, I, so I, what is our title? Mike Schmidt runs his mouth for too long. I know <laughs> the names of these shows. How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Wow. I legitimately thought. I know you're doing a bit, but I also genuinely thought you well, didn't Well, I think know. that was buying time. No, no. I, I, I knew it exactly set. what it was. And I know that Mike Schmidt is now the 40-year-old boy. I get his as well. The 50-year-old, 40-year-old boy? Yeah. Right. Yeah, is this the fun that you bring to the podcast? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Uh, the name of the program is "How to Survive with Danielle and Christine." Yes. Uh, the teaser is out. The actual yes. episode will drop next Tuesday, the fifth. Uh, the fifth of October. Yes. We're very excited. Um, tell everybody what it is because it is exciting, and, and there's some nice buzz on the internet about it. Yeah, I think the teaser, little one minute is or two minutes, is a lot of fun. Yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, so my partner Christine who I know is Chris, so it's always strange for me to call her Christine. Why did she go, I don't like it, to be honest. Well, I guess that's just her professional name, so she decided to be professional, whereas I just decided to half-ass the whole thing. <laughs> uh, she, I, she, to me, is Chris Kimmel. Yeah. And so uh, the idea of calling her Christine 
first of Christine, all, Christine, yes. where have you been hiding? <laughs> but in my head, that's a Christine with a CH, and she's a Chris with a Christine with a K. Yeah. So I, I can't. It's two, two different things. So um, she, by the way, came up with the song. She like woke up in the morning, you know, like you always hear musicians do. And she, she's not a musician, but she came up with our theme song, which I think is fantastic. And Mike Henry, who is a, a friend of this show, but is also a close friend of Christine's. Helped us, and we both sang on it. So that was exciting. It's so, a it's a fun theme song. It's fun. Yeah. So and the, having lived in a house with you, yeah, uh, we've been living together now for twenty one years. We moved in together in uh, November first of October or November first of two thousand is when we, you and I moved in together. Yeah, I think it was Hayworth. Halloween. I actually think it might have been so it October thirty first. Uh, I can tell you it was the night of Becker that was my my Becker episode was airing that night <laughs> so that's how you remember okay I don't feel so bad now that I have no recollection of except I do think it was Halloween I think it was, um, so it was either November 1st or October well, that 1st. sounds like November 1st yeah well uh, well, no Halloween is October 31st I'm saying I think it was on Halloween <laughs> I don't think we moved in on Halloween All right. I, I, I'm, I'm, disagree- I, I'm agreeing to disagree let's see if IMDB can find out the original air date of the Jimmy Pardo episode of Becker. Um, Are you sure that the day we moved, maybe we took a couple of days to move in. Maybe that's. We may have, but I think because I remember we plugged the TV in yeah. to watch it. Okay. Um, because normally you guys don't watch television. You, uh, well, you actually bought the TV for that. Boxes, <laughs> is my point. We uh, bought the TV for just for yeah. the episode. It's a and big then, night. We got to see my six yeah. lines. Might have four <laughs> lines. I forget how many lines I had. Uh, but the point is this. Um, I was also on TV on October 31st one year. Oh, what was that for? Simon and Simon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, I was on, on Simon and Simon, nice. and I played a trick or treater wearing a um, Phantom of the Opera mask, but not not Phantom of the Opera from the musical because that I don't even know if that was around yet. It, like the Phantom of the Opera from the movie, so my yeah. entire face was covered, <laughs> <laughs> and hence all my lines were muffled. Oh. And then I, but that's okay because I got paid to come in another day and like re-record all the lines. Oh, nice. But for some reason, I was a pretty smart kid, but boy, was I an idiot. I thought that I had to match the line reading. Oh, so you. Which of course made no sense because you can't see my lips move. So why would you have to match the line reading? So like, I didn't do it as well as I could have because I was like, I kind of did it flat to match the muted. I don't know. It was, it wasn't great. But I think I was at a, a Halloween party and I think we watched it. Like we, like me, and my friends watched the episode. Here, we, here it comes. And yeah, then it's just and you then and just a mask. me and a mask. Oh, because in the scene I take off the mask, but they cut before mm. I took off the mask. So mm. uh, the whole reason I bring any of this up is I know you to not be a good singer. Correct. Yeah. Oh. So the fact that that song sounds as good as it does, that may be the best you've ever sung. It's it's a simple song and that helps. And I told her I was like, it may just be you and Mike because <laughs> I cannot sing. And this isn't like a false modesty thing. Like I really can't say okay you, you you're looking at the clock so let's just get into what the show is right <laughs> is that how you treat your guests <laughs> no but my guests are on for more than 10 minutes um well again you're just making a little cameo no, I right? know, this I is know. An exciting cameo yeah you're in the valley swinging by you got a big Wraps up business <laughs> uh <laughs> word up Tell us what this is. How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Tell us what this podcast is so that the many Never Not Funny listeners who love you as a guest uh, can uh, go over there and subscribe. I would love if they all went and subscribed. Yes, go subscribe. All the people who are like probably saying, why the hell hasn't Danielle been on the show? And like, it feels like it's been years. It has been a long time. Yeah, it's stupid. It it was. uh, And here's why. Because of uh, uh, COVID. Because the connection in our house 
as we know from Oliver, oh, yeah. like yeah. you would to, for you to have been a guest during the pandemic, right. I would have had to go lockdown, somewhere else. Yeah, you would have literally had to leave yeah. our house in right. order for us to have a good connection. <laughs> right, right. Um, so that's been eighteen months for you not being on the show, other than Parkcastathon, right? Twenty twenty one, right? Twenty twenty, twenty twenty. We did not do it in twenty twenty one, right? Um, so basically the premise is this. Christine is scared of everything. She's afraid of the She's world. She's afraid of like earthquakes, tornadoes, a bear killing her, mm-hmm. like fires. And I know there are a lot of people like that who like on a daily basis, minute by minute are like, what if an active shooter came in here right now? I know there are lots of people like that. I am not like that. My worries are much more just about me and Oliver and like, you know, just more I guess concrete things because I don't know, but they're more personal. Anyway, so we deal with, we kind of walk you through how to survive all these kind of crazy things like a fire or okay, you know, fire, and you, and you take it very seriously. Well, uh, we take it seriously, but we're joking whilst giving you actual tips on what to do. Mm-hmm. So one of us will read the tips, and the other one will sort of respond. All right. And then in the second half, we have a guest on um, who tells us sort of a more lighthearted story that is related. Basically, only in puns, because <laughs> like the first episode is um, how to survive a fire, and the second half of that is how to survive being fired. Okay, so great. That kind of thing. So our first guest is my friend Alex Alexander, who's a wonderful uh, comedic uh, character actress. She's fantastic. You've seen her in everything. Yes, including Hacks. Uh, she was on a That's on right. Hacks this season, and. Um, so and then they tell a story of like being humiliated, basically something something you had to survive. So much more lighthearted, you know. Matt Weinhold came on and talked about bombing on stage on an episode about how to survive a bomb. You know so, that by the way, you could have just tapped me on the shoulder in bed and went, "You got any stories?" Hundred <laughs> percent. And I have a thousand. Well, I also wouldn't have had to ask you because I know them all. But um, <laughs> well, I guess there's no way I could know them all. But I know. Mm. No, we obviously will eventually. <laughs> That's we, we eventually will have you on. I'm trying to make my own way in the world today. <laughs> Takes everything I got. And, um, you know what? Take a break from all your worries. It was sure it would help a lot. Yeah. So, um, I, can I, 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 we all know your name. I, I feel so <laughs> dismissed on this that, that I, I now know. am going to take a hard stand. I'm never coming on. Oh, no. I'm never coming on. No. But we, we're going to do a compilation episode of, um, well, I'll just, well, should I say it, Karen? You could. I mean. Garen is our producer and doing a f- amazing job. Oh. He has so much to do and he's so good at it. And Can I all Garen jokes aside. Three guys in here don't believe you. <laughs> I know. He's and the- Garen's one of those three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe in Garen. Ellie, Ellie oh, believes in me. <laughs> he is the unlazy queen. He, listen, I think that tra- that teaser sounds terrific. When I hear uh, yeah. stuff, that when you're listening to stuff around the house, the work, I agree that uh, think, good for Garen. Yeah. yeah. So basically what I was going to say that yeah. I, was, uh, I wasn't sure, but this is a way to keep you off the show, is that we sent out a list, list of topics to our guests, you know, you know, just like potential ideas like you, how to survive high school, how to survive, you know, being dumped, da, da, da. And one of them was how to survive shitting your pants in public. And every person has a story. <laughs> every person. Wow. Like, I had no idea I knew this many adults who have done this. So we're going to have a compilation episode, I think, of all the um, a special, a very special how to survive and that's because everyone that's, has a that's story. right up your alley. That's Jimmy. the one that I'm. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm going to keep you off the show because we're going to talk see, about. But I even have. I even have a story you about do that. You actually yeah. remember that I shared on this episode. I want to say season one. Oh really? Is this from the airplane? That's the airplane. Yeah. yeah. Where I had to throw my underpants away. Yeah, that's right. That's I right. I don't remember that story. Wasn't there also a tennis-related story? The tennis one is that. <gasps> that's your friend, isn't it? That was Paul. I, I And you were. 
we were playing tennis, and um, uh, he's like, "Oh, I don't, I don't, well, I, oh, I don't feel so hot." <laughs> and it was like, he's like, I, "Well, I, do you want to keep playing?" He's like, "Yeah, I think we can keep playing." And all of a sudden, he just went, "Oh no!" <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and you know, I don't like this sort of thing, but it literally looked like someone had put a hose down the back of his shorts. And just started shooting brown oh, water out of the no. bottom of his shorts. Oh See, that's the thing I've learned. <laughs> Onto the tennis court. Well, that's the thing I've learned. I don't like potty humor either, but it's it's the reality of it that makes it so funny. It's not humor right. like, ha-ha. It's like, it's so hysterical that something's so humiliating. Everyone can relate to it. Like, Apparently. It's, it's, that's what's weird. Is like it's, it's probably the number one thing that everyone has experienced at a certain age and it's yet no one wants to talk about I ever have. really that's no, me either congratulations no, to I, you both. you did pee your pants once we were in the uh, in the garage oh, peeing my pants is that's a constant but the pooping oh yeah because i thought my water broke and then we went to the hospital and uh it just turns that. out i peed my pants no you just peed yeah. well because i reached up for something when you're pregnant like anything will set off well, yeah. and that's why a year later, when Elise's water broke, you're we like, oh, she probably just peed <laughs> oh, her pants. No. So we didn't think it was that big a deal. Oh, and, no. But we did go to the hospital and they were like, no, no, you're having a oh, baby Oh, my now. God. And uh, then my water never did break. Yeah. They had to do weird. it themselves. It right. was like oh. a, yeah. It was. Can I just, because it'll never come up again. Can I just quickly say about like the shitting your pants? There was in the like, I think the late 90s, maybe a soccer player who during no. the game he was like oh and you can find it on the internet he basically oh, yes. was shitting himself and he just <gasps> he just like crouched down on the field and just did it and then and th this is awful and i apologize to everyone but you see him like basically reach in and can kind of scrape no, it out no! and then he just keeps going <laughs> Go to the locker room and hose but off. He, can't, he, yeah. Yeah, it was, he was a professional. Tap, tap out. Yeah. So well, there's another more recently, like a year ago. It was during COVID. There was a, a soccer player in England who just ran off the field in the middle of a game. And everyone's like, what the hell is that guy going? He literally just ran well, that, away. That, he pulled a Gary Goldman. Yeah. Just, I'm but out. It's very obvious. He yeah. had to go to the bathroom. Wow. Yeah. But so the guy who did it during the game, did he finish the game? Yeah. And would no one pass to him? No, I mean, well, I, you're not touching it with your hands. That's it's soccer. True. Yeah, that's a <laughs> good. That's the one time when it's, a, but yeah. but it's on the field. Oh, like that's that. right. He couldn't. He, he shouldn't have been using his hands to get the shit out of his pants. <laughs> right. That's, yeah, that's right. Should have used your feet or your head. Yeah. Should have had a guy's head up in there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there, there was a comedian, by the way, that I know that was on his way to a job interview and he was stuck in traffic. He's like, I'm not going to make it, and just in the car. <gasps> oh wow. So clearly, he did not go to the job interview. No, he did not. Okay. Yeah, that would ruin your day. Can I? What? You just said you hadn't done it. Well, no, I didn't do that. But I, a related story, because you're talking about the guy who's professional. He's trying to do his job. Yeah. I was hosting a show at, uh, uh, you guys know the empty stage that used to be there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I was hosting a show, an improv show. We would we would trade hosting duties, and I it was not, not pun not intended. Um, and uh, so I had a problem. And what I did was I got up. I did my hosting thing. Went right to the bathroom. Show's happening, show's happening, show's happening. I'm listening. I'm still in there. I hear the music cue comes up. Uh oh, Put everything back together. Get out. More hosting. Back, back to the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> for like, for like, and you know, because like if it's a two-hour show, you might have like five different groups play. Yeah. The entire time, basically. Maybe you shouldn't have gone in that night. Well, I didn't know that was happening until right. just before I got on yeah. stage, and oh. it was my responsibility. Well, so. that's the thing. You never know. You never yeah. know. I didn't go show on must go on, though. Yeah. I didn't go on an airplane going, I'm doing it today. Yeah. Well, that's... I'm the, shitting my pants. The time it happened to me, I was like probably 20 or something, and I was, I was driving a long distance. I think I was driving to Vermont or something, and it just... 
it just comes over you so quickly. I'm like, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Like, there's no rest stop nearby. So, but but you, the problem is at that age and at that time, I foolishly believed I can. I can control that. Like you, you think you're good until you aren't. Until right. you're not. That's yeah. exactly that's, what it is. That's all it is. Yes. And so that's why it happens. It's not because you're like, well, I'm just going to shit my pants. Now. <laughs> right. You're like, no, you're like, I will not shit my pants. Oh, guess what? I just yeah. did. Shit well, my because pants. there's so many times where you think you're going to do it and you do get over it. Somehow. Right. It's, so it's just like that. Except boy cried crap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the boy who cried if, crap. If, if you're listening and you're like, well, I've never done that. Just think about the times when you were like, I really have to go to the bathroom so and you barely made it. It's, yeah. it's the same thing. It's For just sure. you don't make it right um well that, so your show is about that i'm just gonna say how to survive shitting your pants. no it's literally gonna be just one episode it was just an example of the sort of humiliating things we all have to endure and some of them are showbiz related but some of them are clearly not right so um but we have lots of funny guests on and we will have you on when we can fit you in i'm i, I made it very clear <laughs> i'm out oh okay all right i'm out the, the fact that i'm not one of the very first Okay. It's so insulting to me. You'll, yeah. So I'm out. Well, I'm sorry to hear it. <laughs> I wish you guys a lot of luck with the show. It's Tuesdays. Yeah. It will be released on Tuesdays. October everywhere, 5th is the first episode. Yes, everywhere you can find podcasts. Mm-hmm. Well, I, Assuming Garen did it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've no, been keeping praise. But we don't know. About, <laughs> no, it's, it's already. Yeah, how uh, to survive. I'm very, I, I'll say this uh, behind the scenes. I'm very impressed with uh, how you all three of you are handling this. Oh, thank you. As a, you know, as a pioneer in podcasting, yes. I know how, mm-hmm. how, the, how it's done, how the sausage is made. And to see you guys putting it all together, uh, it's very exciting. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ex- to, I still haven't been able to hear an episode, so I'm, I can't wait to listen. Yeah, I'm um, excited too. Hey, before you run away, I, yes. I, I want to uh, address, we went, uh, we were kind enough to, they were nice enough to give us some tickets to the Simone Biles uh, Gold Over America tour. Yeah. Uh, Danielle and Oliver and I went on Saturday night to the Staples Center mm-hmm. uh, to, to see that. And uh, I will say this, if you, uh, if you have young girls, daughters, or, or, boys. or boys, I'm about to say it, or boys that were that are into gymnastics or whatever, bring them because there was nothing but joy in the air. And nice. it's just, and you see it, intermission, you see all the kids then it doing their- It was so cute. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, some of them were in like gymnastics costumes. Yeah. And- Oh, also full disclosure, Batman was there. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh my God. Jimmy and Oliver got to see a Batman. I did yeah, not see a little four-year-old Batman. <laughs> Like, where, where you know the you know the, there was the little boy going well I'll go but I gotta wear my Batman outfit <laughs> yeah. that was the arrangement yeah. Um, so you, yeah you see all the little kids practicing their moves it, it's it, that was really cute general. and then and you're seeing the, the United the women's gymnastics team yeah. and you're so, getting to see awesome. them do what right. they do yeah. so what it is is like they do sort of condensed versions of their programs I mean on all the apparatus and then there's also dancers so who are acrobatic they can do flips and stuff they just don't do you know they don't do the the apparatus, but and they're dancing. So and there's lots of costume changes and lots of fun music, and it's 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 fun. Awesome. Do they still yeah. do the uh, rhythmic gymnastic stuff with the ribbon and the ball and all that stuff? I mean, well, that's not that's you know the Olympic team doesn't do that. That's mm. a totally different team. Okay. That would be like asking, you know, a marathoner to do a a dash. Like sure. it's just a different if it's a different sport. Mm-hmm. Lesser. It's a different. <laughs> <laughs> do you have anybody on your your podcast? How to survive running a marathon? Have you ever had that? Oh. oh. Would you like to come on and do that? I, I'm not going to ever go on, oh, but I'm not. sure you could okay. find someone that's, that could do right. that. That's another instance where a oh, lot of Regan. people shit themselves, right? <laughs> I think it is actually. Yeah, because gotta bring it back, man. You're out there for three or four hours. <laughs> I have heard that. Yeah. I use the porta potty. I, I at that point, it's like you I know mean, what? your time can. It's okay. It's all right. You know. right. I'm not. I'm not trying to make 
yeah. Right. Nationals. If you need to, in your head, take off 30 seconds at the end of your run to, you know. <laughs> I would have to take off more than that because I, I take every 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 uh, porta potty on the, on a marathon track. I'm in. It's like, yeah. You see it, you yeah. use it. It's I said, like, oh, there's one. It's, never like, know the, when it, it's like the water station. You, yeah. you see always grab. You gotta do it. Yeah. I mean, that's how I am with ping. I have to pee constantly, so I probably yeah. have to do that too. Um, Wait, our, when, what was the thing you said I peed at? What was that? Well, no, no, it was oh, in, in, the, in, in, in the garage. Oh, in the garage, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we immediately raced you to the uh, to the hospital. Yeah, that was a little embarrassing. Uh, yeah, it's uh, as embarrassing as the time that Oliver was just sleepy. We brought him to the emergency room because he was uh, listless. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was something wrong with him. There wasn't. He was sick. He no. The doctor came, the, the doctor came out and go. And Oliver was then fine. He was. Is this the baby who was listless? No, but he was sick because I remember that I was actually somewhat in a creepy way happy because he was hugging me and laying his head on me and at that age he didn't do that because he was just too active hmm. so ah. he was definitely he didn't need to go to the emergency room but he was definitely sick maybe you should be like that mother who then uh, would direct her child so that uh, she was yeah. constantly sick so that you uh, could get hugged that, uh, Munchausen, Munchausen by proxy, by proxy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of it I knew it had something to do Baron with Baron von Munchausen you were going to say no oh I was okay <laughs> and you did uh, the name of the program is How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Yes. It's on Misfit Toys. There's a lot of good shows over there on that, uh, on that co-op, that comedy podcast co-op. Michael the Lee comedy Black collection. A, Remember, Garen had that idea. I that's like right. that one. But I think that's the That best. was the beginning of Garen having good ideas. And look at him now. He's a successful podcast producer. Look at that. <laughs> I actually think collection is a good title Yeah, I do it. too. I do too. The comedy collection. Comedy yeah. collection. <laughs> you guys both think it is, but you're not going to call it that? Well, we just always forget. So, yeah. like, we want to call it that, but we can never remember it. Oh. Yeah, it's been, a, you know, Matt and I, 15 years ago, we said, we're going to start a comedy co-op at one point. <laughs> so it's hard to shift from the word co-op to collection <laughs> after, after calling years. it that 15 years. Yeah. I just want to, ahead of time, apologize for my laugh. <laughs> I've, I've had to re-listen to the shows, you know, and... Um, it's horrible. No, I, I don't know no. how anyone. You're takes laughing. It. It's infectious. It's Chris has this nice, mature sort of like way of talking, and I'm like, cartoon character. <laughs> like I can't stand the way I sound, and especially when I laugh, it's just grotesque. So, I guess that's why I'm not going to do the podcast. <laughs> I, I hear enough of that in everyday life. You do you? Do it. you hear enough laughter in everyday life? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Is there ever enough? No. Uh, uh, well, wonderful. Yeah. The name of the program is How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Yes. And uh, it premieres October the 5th. Yes. It's exciting. I got a doctor's appointment that day. That'll shock nobody. Uh, <laughs> Maybe you can listen to it in the waiting room. Uh, I'm, I, I made also made a decision. I'm never going to listen to this podcast. Wow. I'm never going to listen to it. Rude. I, I don't, the fact that I'm not a guest, it, it feels like a slight. So yeah. you don't want me. I don't want you. Also, none of this never not funny nonsense. Our show is like around an hour. So that's be very good to say that, yeah. and very good to stick to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that is if our only. We could wind the clock. Yeah, back. <laughs> we're trying. I mean, you guys have a huge fan base, and everyone loves you. But just starting out, we're trying to keep it palatable. So you want to keep it tight. Mm-hmm. You want to keep it uh, not unlike a, an Olympian, uh, nice and tight Gross. with their muscles. Know. This is getting so I creepy. Don't know. Um, <laughs> I did say this, by the way. Uh, Danielle had to point this out to me while we were watching. Um, the Olympians do their thing and I was like why aren't there any uh, boys up there and Daniel goes it's the women's Olympic team <laughs> oh wait the other thing was three quarters through the first act Jimmy goes when is Simone Biles coming on and I'm like are you fucking kidding me she's been on the entire time <laughs> oh boy I'm like oh, she's boy. the tiny black one you didn't recognize her here's the thing I, I, I did not have my <laughs> contact lenses in so uh, the faces you were LASIK 
but th- I need a touch up. So at that <laughs> distance, things kind of get, I don't want to uh, say blurry, but they're not crisp. Yeah. Her hair is very long now, unlike the, well, he didn't watch the Olympics, so I don't know why that would matter, but yeah. I did. And that's the only reason I, the only excuse I could give you, but no, she has a very distinct look. Here very, is my excuse. Yeah. I will say this. I expected them to give some be- like a fanfare, big fanfare for, and here, and because they, you know, they kept referring to her as the goat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the goat herself, Simone Biles. Yeah. So I kept. I expected them to go. All right, we've seen this. We've seen this. And now yeah, here she is. Right, right. And she does a tumble. But they kind of did. Like everything was about her. Like it was. It. In fact, at one point, he he and Oliver got up to get snacks, and he said, "I want to. I want to get them before Simone Biles comes out." <laughs> and I. I didn't understand what he meant until later on when he specifically asked me, when is she coming out? That's the problem. When Jimmy doesn't understand something, it's hard to know because he's joking so much. Yeah. When he, when you say stuff like that, I just go, oh, that's funny. And then later I go, oh, he wasn't kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, I can. I mean, I can tell. But anyway. Uh, again, I thought there'd be some sort of fanfare. I did not know. There that was, was fanfare at the beginning, but we were outside. Getting our snacks or our food. So you missed the big intro, maybe. We missed the big intro uh, because the the train. uh, We we. It was one of those things where we were going to the train, Mm -hmm. and when you're you're literally one, you're forty seconds away from getting on that train, and you see it. But if you run, you don't make it. So you just got to go. Not going to make it. Then you got to wait twenty two minutes for the next. That your stop is weird because you could see it. Yeah, from a so while it's away. It's not underground. Yeah. It's it just, is it, right there. It. You go, oh, missed it. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, oh, if I would have tied my shoes one minute sooner. Right. Yeah. I know I have to go, but have you talked about Evan Hansen yet? Uh, we have not. Okay, so I can go and you can still talk about it, but you should talk about what happened as we were out coming out of the theater. Uh, why don't you go ahead and do that? Are I, you sure? Do we have time? Uh, sure. Go right ahead. Okay. So we were coming out of the theater, and um, I was explaining to Oliver how... It didn't affect me the way it did live on stage because on stage I didn't know what it was about. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it was about like a guy who commits suicide and her sister oh, and boy. how I just like lost it. And as I was telling Oliver about this, my my throat was catching because I was getting a little emotional about it. And as I'm like in the mid, you know, mid mid catching my breath, Jimmy goes, what's that restaurant? And like crosses my path. (laughs) And I was like, did you not just hear me, like my voice wobbling as I was talking about my dead brother? Oh boy. (laughs) To his credit, he literally just didn't hear me. Like, I didn't. The three of us were walking, and he was on the outside. I didn't. And he just literally didn't hear me. But right. it was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I, I didn't. I assumed you were explaining something to Oliver that I did not need to be a part of. But you didn't know it was about Andrew. Or of anything. course not. Right. I, 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 I know. First of all, let's be very clear. When we got home, you said, "Of course." I knew. I know. I laughed about it because I mean, first I was annoyed, and then I laughed because Jimmy's like the most supportive husband and. You know, he would never do that intentionally, but it was really funny. And it was really like, the dad's becoming an old man. Well, <laughs> like, <laughs> can, I, can I, in fairness, it was even worse than what you just described. I, I actually went, hold that thought. I thought you said, oh. I thought you said that, but hold I. Hold that thought. What's this restaurant? That's wow. what I said. Because I didn't no, know. No, that's what it was. I didn't know. I, I just he didn't know what the ex- thought was. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, no, that is that is actually what he said. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, crossed my path to yeah, get to yeah, the yeah. menu of the restaurant. It looked good, though, didn't it? Urban plates. We got to look it up. Yeah, we'll look at urban mm. plates. Absolutely. Yeah. Worth ending your marriage over urban plates. <laughs> yeah. That's their slogan. We had to laugh about it because my wife knows that's not who I am. She mm. knows it was uh, uh, some weirdness. 
audio. We had audio problems. Yeah, <laughs> we had audio problems. Should have had Garen there. I heard he's really good at all that. Uh, he's getting getting better at it. Yeah, you'll like Evan Hansen if you like songs that start out as songs and then the last word of the line is spoken. <laughs> <laughs> every single line, every yeah. single song. Yes. Yeah. It's learn to slam on the brakes. Yeah. Yeah. It's anyway. That's all right. Um, uh, uh, getting very mixed reviews, mostly uh, negative, uh, the movie. Yeah. Um, but I did not. Uh, I, I, but you guys said before the show that it, it, it's not the disaster that people are trying to make it. And it's also you. not good. Right. Uh, Gary Garen said that exact thing. That's to be expected, yeah. I think, <laughs> frankly. Yeah, it's, it's a little embarrassing. As Oliver said, like, you know, there, there's no dancing. There's no choreography. So there's little, as Oliver put it, like, so they're at a dinner table and then just someone's singing at you. No, you know, weird. like at you. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it's yeah. awkward. It there's not a lot of creativity in how it was mm. staged for film. Mm. You know? Um agreed. It's uh although that's a, I did enjoy it more than in the heights. I enjoy, I thought mm. Wow. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Really? I did. Yeah, I don't know that's it, I did. I, you and Oliver did yeah, not. Yeah, no, no. I can't say that I did. I but, thought you, it's, that's weird because I just I thought you liked in the heights. No. No. Uh, okay. It was boring. Yeah, no, I agree. But I, I, yeah. I, for some reason, I, my memory was that you liked it. But you can point to a dance number and say like, oh, that was a good dance number. That yeah. was yeah. fun. And Jimmy Smith was great. Hmm. Yeah. I Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith is great in everything. Yeah. Agreed. He'd be a great guest on this show. <laughs> hey, Woody, Woody, he, he, either A, he'd be like Alfred Molina and you go, oh my God, you know who's great? Jimmy Smith. Possible. Man. Or you get actor who shows up and then mm. that's not good. I have no idea if he has a sense of humor. Yeah, I mean, I've never. I think I've seen him in an interview where he seemed like he was, he was had a sense of humor. I think he does too. I think so. I need to tell him that uh, he's in my top five cries of all time. He needs <laughs> <Yeah>. to know. <laughs> we cried together over the phone. Yes, we did. Watching that, yeah. Uh, Simone, what was this character's name? Bobby Simone. Bobby Simone. What, what program? Kiss my uh, French Guyana ass. That was one of his first lines. And I was like, oh, the character's French Guyana. <laughs> uh, NYPD Blue. Ah, uh, very good. And uh, it was uh, Danielle and I just started dating. <laughs> and uh, watched, uh, she was obsessed with the show, as was I. Uh, but we didn't watch it together for some reason. No, well, would you just weren't in the same place at that particular moment, I guess. Mm. All right. Yeah. All right, I should probably go. I've uh, taken up enough of your time. All right, I don't disagree with any of that. <laughs> uh, uh, Bruce Smith is my manager. Yeah. Uh, reach out to him about uh, booking on your program. <laughs> I and did reach out to him about other people. <laughs> just not you. I thought I could probably just ask you. Did he pitch me at all? <laughs> hey, not oh, they're, not they're, even an afterthought. They're, they're not available, but have you thought about Jimmy Pardo? Yeah. 25 years of working with him, you know the answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, that would be a big no. Uh, oh, geez. Uh, all right, Kimmy Gatewood is joining us now. Hi, Kimmy. Uh, uh, all right. Okay, here I go. I'm all right. Bye, Danielle. Bye. Wait, have so again, much fun. The, the name of the podcast, How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. It drops October the 5th, but the teaser is available now. Yeah, if you want to listen to the teaser and just you get a little And subscribe. Little More importantly, subscribe. Yes, which is now called Follow on Apple. Okay. So yeah. if you click the little thing that says Follow, that's what you're doing. You're following. Okay. Okay. Scram. Thank you. Bye. 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 Danielle, Koenig. Danielle, do you know Kimmy? No, but I know your work. Kimmy, this so is nice Danielle Koenig. And this is Kimmy, who I've not seen in uh, uh, 10 years, I would say. It's been that long, right? No. All right, bye. Hang on. Hold that thought, and then we'll get to our uh, our timeline. Wait, before you go, Garen, did you look up when that Becker episode aired? October 30th, 2000. Okay, October 30th. So we moved in October 30th. But we must have taken two days. I know. Actually, that was a Monday. So we actually moved in the 28th of October. No. Get out. (laughs) Scram. I did, yeah.
All right, that's Danielle Candy. The podcast is How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I think it's going to be terrific. Yeah. Uh, but now Kimmy Gatewood has joined us. Kimmy has taken time away from her uh, big shot Hollywood career that she now has. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kimmy and I did one thing together. We did a podcast once in the back of somebody's car. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's uh, John Corbett's. That was it. We did John Corbett's podcast where uh, the, uh, it was uh, Adam Spiegelman. Was it Speaks as well? Yep. Uh, they were in the front, and for some reason, we were in the back seat. I don't know why. Huh. Right? Why, it made no sense at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, someone's got to be in the back if there's more than one guest. But, but why were we in a car at all? I don't know. Yeah. It's. I, I mean, I assumed you were going to say it's like the premise. Was it? I feel like we got locked out of a, a theater or something. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, so and it was not on purpose. No. Yeah, it was huh. like near the theater row. Yes. In Hollywood. And then I think we got locked out of whatever, <laughs> the, like... What's his butts? Uh, Kevin Yamamiao's um, uh, podcast studio or something, and and then they're like, oh. we have to do it in the car. That's right. It was supposed to be at uh, at the Catch at the Kevin. complex there, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the complex. And what it was, was it? Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Yeah, there was the uh, oh, was, yeah, the, was yeah. there a hockey related name for that theater? I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Smodco. The pop- Smod. Yes. No. <laughs> oh, the Smodcast Studios, the whatever. Smodcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the stick. So it was that. You're right. We were locked out, and then we were all there, and then somebody said, "Well, let's just do it in the car." <laughs> Oh, and uh, okay. I mean, you listen. You you've heard my stories of uh, of my childhood and high school. I spent a lot of time in the back seat, True. so I'm very comfortable back there. Okay. Very it did comfortable. Seem more open, right? Thank yeah, you. Yes, playful, open, very, very at, willing to roll with anything. Yeah, literally didn't, roll. Didn't need a, a phone. Car. You know what I mean? You were just happy looking out the window. Absolutely, I'm like a dog. I'm like a dog being brought to the vet, not knowing I'm getting my balls whacked off. Oh no. Uh, Kimmy Gatewood is here. Kimmy, of course, is. Uh, it used to. Uh, the last time I saw you in person was at Conan, yes. when uh, you did sketches early on on our team. And then you and then you exploded and became the talent you are today. And you, in fact, I believe you said to Conan O'Brien, "Fuck you! No, I'm no, not no. doing your two lines anymore." <laughs> That's what she said. Wow! I'm as surprised as you are. I don't remember any of this. Very bold. And Conan said, "I'll get back to her one day. I'll stand up and interrupt the Emmys." <laughs> 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 yeah, that was that was directed at you. I don't know if you yep. realize that. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, the sarcastic applause? <laughs> it was, it was like, oh, you have balls to stand out? And then he stood up, and it, it, he literally over that gentleman's face saw Kimmy Gatewood's face. Yeah. Uh, all right, Kimmy Gatewood is here. Uh, again, subscribe to Danielle's podcast. Yep. Uh, it's going to be great. Um, uh, do we have anything else we need to touch on before we take a break? I don't believe so. We got Oliver's trivia question right we, around we the corner. We got a whole show left to... I know. We, we don't really... Kimmy, full disclosure, Danielle popping in is not a usual thing. That is not... Uh, uh, us having more than one person on is not... Uh, we don't do that. Yeah. So... Uh, wow. What a day. It's a big day to be here. <laughs> it's a big day to be here. It's an exciting, never not funny recording. Uh, is it still gloomy outside? Yeah. Your thoughts on that? Do you like it gloomy or do you like it... Uh, you prefer sunny? Mixed reviews here in the room. Mixed uh, opinions. Uh, being it September, end of September, I like it. You do. Then I can wear this jacket. It has a beautiful jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a velour? Yeah, it's like a velour, velvety type yeah. jacket. I love a fall look. I see. It's hard to come by in LA because October is usually the hottest month of the year. It right. is, right. Yes. Um, I don't like the pollution that comes along with the, the gloomy days. But Is there more pollution because the uh, clouds keep it uh, keep it in? Is that the <laughs> Maybe. Well, there's also smoke in the... I mean, last week, all the smoke from all the fires elsewhere in California did you came look at, to L.A. Did you look at the sun during that, by the way? Yeah, it was insane. It was... Uh, Danielle took a photograph of it. It was absolutely beautiful. I know that's insane to say, but... Right. Like, it was like a deep red. Uh, we, and then we her were. photo had like a weird... Like a, a like ring a of fire around it. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was... Uh, Danielle, so glad she stopped by today. <laughs> yes, we got a lot. Um, 
Yeah, it was a terrifying son. My, uh, yeah. my, my daughter was like, huh, fire, huh? Who, who was? <laughs> my daughter. How old's your daughter? Six. See, I don't even know you have a daughter yeah. because 10 years ago, she said, and I was witness, no. fuck you, no. I'm not doing two lines anymore. <laughs> God, I wish I remembered that. Oh, I feel my like God. I we all, we all stood up and applauded. We were so proud of you. Anyway, good for her taking a stand. More people need to do it. All right, Kimmy Gatewood's here. Oliver's trivia and a lot more. We'll go around the horn. We'll do that right over there. Listen, I've been a broken record on Factor Meals. As I mentioned on the last episode, even my doctor knows that I eat the Factor Meals. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you're, you're actually not only reading the ads that go in the show, but you're advertising in doctor's offices for Factor now. That's exactly right. I'm the Muzak of Factor. <laughs> I'm going from... And they uh, appreciate it. I'm uh, more than happy to do it. Now, these things are ready in just two minutes. They've got over 35 different options to choose from every week. They've got the Calorie Smart Protein Plus... Uh, various different meals. I uh, just this way this morning. I had to pick my meals for next week. You pick you pick a week in advance. Yep. And uh, you know what? I decided to give myself a little treat. I got the filet mignon. Yum. Which is uh, it's a little extra to get that. Right. And I'm allowing myself that maybe every six weeks or something. Get you know what? It's Why nice. not? Yeah. Treat yourself. You you've earned it, Jimmy. I have earned it. I'll tell you something. It is delicious. Yeah. I got to try that. Oh, I haven't had that one. They do a great job. I, uh, the other day I had the uh, what is it the. Uh, Spanish lime chicken or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. That was a spicy lime chicken, whatever that whatever that one is, yeah. was delicious. I love the shredded taco, chicken taco thing that mm-hmm. they do. Uh, again, I have not, I've not had a bad factor. Yeah, and I've said this before, like a lot of these things, because I get a lot of the like, uh, you know, low carb ones. And I find that it's great with, uh, if you want to get like a, a low carb tortilla and you, you can put it in there and make it into a, a wrap or a tortilla type situation or some uh, sweet potato chips and you kind of use like the queso, the chili queso, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's just, I, I like doing my own thing with it. You can sort of uh, use their, what they give you as a base and then uh, do what you want with the it. The factor is there for a base. You heard it from Matt Belknap. Now, head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50. You're going to get 50% off. That's 50% off. Uh, I really wish I would have said zero there. Uh, that is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off. That's 50% off. F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash P-A-R-D-O 50 and use code Pardo50 to get 50% off. Factor! That's a good meal. I'm going to tell you guys something, dear listener. When I started podcasting, you guys remember back in the days when tumbleweeds were across the podcasting desert? Uh, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling. What do I, we got? What, we got a hat, shirts, we got a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's easy. All because we use Shopify. Yeah, we're setting up Shopify for the uh, the perks in this, uh, this new year for our, our Platinum subscribers. And, uh, boy, I really enjoy their website. Super easy to set, a, set up an account and uh, get going with them. So kudos to them for making it easy. Well, if Matt Belknap could do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's what he just basically told us. And That's I, uh, I uh, just uh, recapped it. I've spoken before. <laughs> yeah. I've spoken before about Shopify. Now, Shopify uh, is uh, it's just terrific. You could be selling scented soaps, which we may, we're talking about getting into the scented soap business. I would love a soap bar with the Never Enough Any logo on it, Dude, honestly. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> um, or maybe you're offering outdoor outfits. 
dude, why is that a thing? <laughs> well, if, if it's if it's warm out, the T-shirt could be an outdoor outfit. You know what? You're right about that. Uh, but maybe we get into the jacket business. We have had hats, too. I We've had hats. That. That's true. Uh, look, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands you love, giving customers more variety and business more sales. Uh, now, listen, Shopify is easy peasy, as Matt Belknap said. Uh, let me walk you through what I want you to do. You can sign up right now for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Uh, you do that right now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. S-H-O-P-I-F-Y.com slash P-A-R-D-O. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify. Cha-ching. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program, episode 2907. The award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. Kimmy Gatewood is now with us. Excited. Well, I feel like Howard Stern here today. We got a lot of, a lot of moving parts. <laughs> yeah. One exciting. guest, in and out, scram. Yeah. Uh, Jim they, Jam. That's the new uh, podcast uh, catchphrase, right? What is it? Instead of Baba Booey, Jim Jam. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, People are going to be yelling it. If it's not, it better be. <laughs> Jim Jam. Jim Jam. Jim Jam. <laughs> uh, now, here's a fun little piece of trivia about that. Because of the way my SAG insurance is, I I am Jimmy Pardo, mm-hmm. but medical people refer to me as James. Yeah. So on my prescription bottle, it says, uh, because it only has so many characters allowed, it says Jimmy Jam Pardo. <laughs> no! Yeah. <laughs> yep. I knew it! Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so whenever I go, I say, you know, last name is Pardo, uh, uh, under Jimmy, mm, Jimmy Jam. Pretty <laughs> 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 good, sir. Yeah. Does anyone ever say, and where's Terry Lewis? Uh, I don't think they know. Uh, well, I guess people don't think of Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis as much as they used to. They used to think of them Super quite producing often. duo, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Not anymore. Of Rhythm Nation 1814 fame. <laughs> you go see, if, if, if Janet Jackson comes back and does a yeah. concert, it seems like one that we should all go to because I think that would be a terrific show. I agree. Mm-hmm. That did happen a few years ago. Yeah, we Not missed that it. Dang we, it. We kind of missed out and I don't know why I didn't go. but Because uh, I think the dancing would be great, the choreography and, and, and the songs are good. Like, I think I was worried that it was going to be too focused on a, a like a, a new album had come out. Right. And I was like, I mm. don't have interest in that. I just want to hear <laughs> the stuff that I grew up with. And watch that great choreography. Yeah, of course. Mm. I mean, I did so times. many dances to uh, Rhythm Nation. It's almost embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Well, well, I, le- I learned many, it in many? high school. Learned the whole dance. Performed it and then did a solo show and also wow. performed it in the solo with the show. chair and well, everything. You you must know that what has to happen now is an example of that. <laughs> okay. Oh Jesus. Yeah. If you, Just a little. I don't right remember. As well. All right. Bring it out here. Okay. If you need to use Garen as a chair, feel free to do so. Uh, this this one actually. This here. Is, Ellie. This is a TV director. Don't condescend. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We like this. Yes. Love it. The shoulder work was on point. Uh, all right, so we're all in agreement, even though I have not I'm seen fully warmed in 10, up we're, uh, 10 years. <laughs> yes. We're all going to go see Janet Jackson again. Yes, of course. Where are you going? I'm that. <laughs> Oh, I, the, the, the picture is crooked. No, that, that was my fault. When I, I got up before and I bumped it and I didn't fix I it. Think it. No, I disagree. I think it was the energy for the dance. <laughs> right. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy yeah. Jam. Yep. You're welcome. Now, uh, Kimmy is uh, since <laughs> moved behind the camera quite a bit. Everybody knows yeah. you from Glow. Uh, and, uh, of course, the, 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 uh, the Apple Sisters. Oh, uh, right, thanks. you guys had that podcast for a little while. Yeah, right. Was that on? What did that, was that on Earwolf? It was on Earwolf. It was. Yeah, and we've actually we've been a comedy group for fourteen years. We started uh, 
in New York City, and we're performing at a Ballots Over Broadway benefit October 3rd. Oh, so, you are? Yeah, awesome. Yeah. You're still together, the sisters. Yeah, yeah. Who are the other two ladies? Rebecca Johnson, who was on Glow with me, and then Sarah Lowe, uh, who lives in Vegas now. She's in uh, the Atomic Saloon show and uh, Absinthe. I don't know if you've seen that outside uh, of Caesars. I, I have not. Yeah. She was in Jersey Boys forever. Oh. In fact, taught me the dance. And get up, get up, go. let's go. <laughs> time to do it. What if, what if we did every time she mentions a dance? <laughs> let's see it until you learn to stop mentioning dance. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I, I auditioned and got in the Jersey Boys movie. So wait, oh, you're wow. in the Jersey Boys movie? Yeah, I saw that movie. I'm one of the the girls who sings boyfriends back. Nice. Do you remember that? I'm part? sure. I'm sure I do, and Jimmy. I probably. I'm sure I do, and I probably. I saw it in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Uh, matinee day it opened and. Uh, I'm sure. So you were directed by Mr. Clint Eastwood. I was. Yeah. Walk us through that. (laughs) Uh, It was, uh, I mean, it was amazing. His set is very quiet. He works very, like that that whole musical number that we did probably took eight hours from when I got in the makeup chair to when I left. He's very fast and efficient. Um, I improvised. I only had like two, two lines. Classic Conan stuff. <laughs> I, I heard yeah. you also told Eastwood to go fuck himself. <laughs> That's fine. I, we, we do those, That's you know, you we were, <laughs> we had this like old, um, you know, one of the old cars and then the rear projection for the, the scene, which nice. is pretty cool. And uh, I was just, you know, improvising as the one of the characters. She's uh, kind of an idiot. Um, and uh, Clint says to me, Kimmy, you gave me R. Rated R, rated R, PG thirteen X, but never G. <laughs> <laughs> and then he something. Then he said, "I I made some joke about we turned the camera, but it was pointing behind us." And I said, "Oh, my good side or whatever, stupid y'all." But he said, "Yeah, I'm a real Keisters guy." <laughs> oh, Jesus! Oh. Wow. <laughs> he was joking around, but I just can't get over the fact he said Keisters yeah. guy. Amazing. Keisters and legs. What, what, was he? I don't understand the R. And was he mad that you didn't give you G, or he was? Was that a compliment? It was a compliment. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I was just. <laughs> what else are you going to improvise in front of Clint? <laughs> no <Eastwood>? shit. <laughs> I had the pleasure of interviewing him once at the yeah. uh, at the GQ Man of the Year party uh, at the uh, Chateau Marmont. Am I saying that right? Chateau. Chateau, Chateau Marmont. Marmont. And, was uh, he the man of the year? He was not. Mm. Uh, it was four people. John Hamm was one of the four. I forget mm. who the other three were. And I was there interviewing people for GQ.com. And uh, my interview with Clint was in the loudest room. Uh, <laughs> and he would not come out from behind his side of the table. Oh, no. So it was an interview, uh, like, as far as you and I are right now, in with music. And me going, so when you're made of <laughs> and, and unusable, just completely. No, but, and, he, no. and and then the producer came back and goes, "Yeah, none of that's usable." I'm like, no shit. <laughs> it, you know, well, let's get him to do it again. And he wouldn't do a second interview. Uh, probably, oh man, I, I don't blame him. Yeah, it just. But was, why wouldn't uh, he come over? I don't understand. I don't know. I suspect he doesn't like to do interviews at all. I think there wasn't yeah. there some other thing where he was like a golf outing or a tennis thing or something, like a sports thing, and they got him to do it. And he was like, rah, rah. well, you know what he said here was, he, I, I already did it on the carpet. Oh, so he said he did there, uh, and then yeah, yeah. I, I, because I had to do all the talking for the production team. I was like, yeah, but this is different. This is like inside the party. All right, 
And then, uh, and then there was no, like, nobody would give me the room to get next to him. It's almost like he knew COVID was coming and he was like, this is how it's going to be. Six feet apart with a table in between. Smart. <laughs> then he said, and I didn't understand this at the time, but I didn't know. He went, cry macho. <laughs> yeah. Like, what does that mean? I, I can mean? barely hear you, but that sounded like you said it cry macho. It sounded like you said cry macho, but nobody would say that. That's what a- does that mean, sir? Thank you for your time. <laughs> I, I'm filled with, is that a good clinician? It's pretty good. I thought so. Yeah. In my head, it sounds yeah. spot on. I liked it. Thank you. It but sounded the- like he was at the Chartamouman <laughs> ignoring you. <laughs> I, there, by the way, there's a chance he didn't answer one of my questions. I think he just started talking whenever I yeah. put the mic his direction and probably just started. Does anyone have shrimp cocktail? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it just occurred to me. Remember when he did that weird thing at the Republican? The chair yeah. thing? I was just thinking yeah. about the chair thing. That was around the time Jersey Boys, so I was a little nervous talking. Oh, oh really? Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. But it yeah. just occurred to me. Do you think he was originally going to do the Rhythm Nation dance with him. <laughs> <laughs> And he just bailed out. He's like, I can't do it. No one's going to get it. <laughs> Instead, I'll just look like an insane person. I feel like I'm going to work with an actress who's a genius at the Rhythm Nation dance. <laughs> I'm just not ready. I need, I need Kimmy's help. But he's a legend. That had to be exciting. Even if he did kind of yeah. go nuts at that Republican thing, right. we kind of all like, oh, here's another... Uh, whack job that had to be exciting right it was awesome yeah it was totally exciting and and i was the one person who hadn't like been in the jersey boy show i was just the only outside oh. hire so oh. that was uh really exciting and nerve-wracking as well but yeah i mean working with him was incredible and i asked him like you know about directing and acting and what he liked better and he said that um he didn't like to be in front of the camera as much as he used to because what he sees is the he sees he, he still feels like the person who was like young and vibrant and then when he looks at himself he's like who's that old man oh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I thought it was kind of profound and yeah. kind of, it, and it was all like backstage at a theater so it felt even cooler yeah, yeah, we yeah. at an actual theater oh, downtown cool. yeah, so, and you yeah. shot it here yeah it was all in LA oh that's exciting mm-hmm. I, I, I did I, I, I ended up enjoying I, I did not I, here's, it's going to be a weird thing I didn't see it uh, when it came the first time Jersey Boys live my wife took me to see Wicked instead and then we both walked out and she was like should have brought you to Jersey Boys <laughs> um so then I saw the movie and I was like, oh, I don't get all the hype. And then I saw the stage show and went, you know what? I like the movie better. Yeah. So, <laughs> really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. It was a weird uh, combination. Usually hear the opposite. <laughs> I know. I don't do, have you been in other musicals that we don't know about? Uh, I don't do any research. I don't go to IMDb to see who's coming on. <laughs> well, the Apple Sisters were in um, Bridesmaids uh, singing a song oh, about yeah. Maya Rudolph, but we got cut out of it. Oh, so we're no. on the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I was no. like, no, that sounds familiar. No, but we were on the. If you ever saw the Blu-ray DVD extras, of course, we were I, on that. I watched all the extras. I'm a huge, huge Bridesmaids fan. I make it my point to watch every single extra. Yeah. That's why I remembered it. Yeah. No, I, I would imagine bullshit. the outtakes on that are fantastic, though. The I do. I, yeah, because I that's like such a that. funny movie in that yeah. town. That cast were you guys so in some other movie? I s- yeah. Uh, I we saw? did. Oh, we did Christmas Story Live. Yeah. So that was another musical we were in. That was the live musical oh, Christmas Story Live. So yes. Maya Rudolph from Bri- she was in Bridesmaids remembers us and recommended us to uh-huh. be like the Andrew Sister style group in a Christmas Story Live. Oh, and the star it was the guy who played Mo in the movie. Uh, he's in that. Christopher DeSampanopoulos. Yes. Oh, Demontopoulos. You got it. Demontopoulos, uh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. The guy <laughs> yeah. from uh, Silicon Valley. And, yeah. And he uh, does the voice of Mickey Mouse, too. He does, yeah. yeah. 
God, oh, very talented. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's good looking. He does comedy. Yeah. He does drama. Now I hear he does voices. <laughs> it's crazy that he that that's his job. It's like there's so many people who just do voiceover, and they're like, now let's get the handsome guy who's on yeah. camera all the time too. Mm-hmm. And he was great as Mo in that Three Stooges movie. They all were great. He and Sean Hayes and uh, Will Sasso, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but you were on, let, let, let's get, you were on Glow. Yeah. Which just, it was supposed to come back and yeah. then didn't come back. Yeah. Uh, uh, which we all loved. Everybody in this room loved Glow. Yeah. Thank you. I, this past, well, I'll save for the weekend question, what I did this past weekend. But um, the, uh, I, I was so, I was so sad. It was best show, best job of my life. I was about to um, actually get on a plane to New York City and take a job being an executive producer for Podcast Network. <laughs> and then wow. I got the audition to oh audition with Rebecca for glow and i was like i'm never gonna get this job so i just kept my flight and then we got a call back and i was like maybe i should move my flight to next week and i was like i'm keeping the flight though because we all know i'm not getting this job and then i got the call i turned off my phone for two hours randomly when i turned back on 17 missed calls you got the job wow why'd you turn your phone off because i was trying to be present with my friend you know what i mean (laughs) Good for you, though. That's I mean, awesome. Good for you being a good friend, A. Yeah, thank, and then thank B, you. Uh, you get the gig, and the two of you got it together. That's right. We got it together. So, I mean, this had been, you know, a 14-year relationship, and we got it. Like, a big break for both of us, and to share it with her was awesome. That's so awesome. We learned how to wrestle. I, You know, I just had a baby. Like, she was a year old. So, like, I was just like, well, this is my body in spandex now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, it, yeah, it was it was awesome. We we learned how to wrestle. It took about four weeks before we started shooting to learn how to wrestle. Four weeks of training, yeah, just on wrestling alone. Yeah, with uh, Shauna Duggins, who was our stunt coordinator, and Ch- Chero, Chavo Guerrero Jr., who is the nephew of the guy who taught the real Glow Girls how to wrestle. Oh wow, which is awesome. And they started calling me Kimmy one time because I was so good at it, <laughs> and my character is supposed to be really bad at it. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> But I was a really good wrestler. Oh, really? Like, yes. And uh, yeah. Does, does it hurt? Uh, yeah, you get bruised a lot. You you do. M- mostly from the ropes. You just, because you fling yourself up against the ropes, ropes in the back of your, your shoulders, usually pretty bruised up. And then you just have random bruises everywhere. But Let me you know. ask you a very uh, uh, naive, ignorant question. Yeah. A lay, lay person, guy who is not really in show business asking this question. Because uh, I'm, I'm always fascinated and uh, I get to ask you as an actor and as a director. Uh, whenever you see like Hoosiers and they have to choreograph a basketball game. You kind of experienced that with Glow, mm-hmm. choreographing a match. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long does a match take to shoot? And do, how much is choreographed? Or how much do you guys just, do they just say, wrestle? Well, our show, we choreograph everything. You did. I know in professional wrestling, they have like, they know what the beginning is going to be and the end is going to be. And a lot of it is just improvised, like basketball. Um, and they know a couple of moves that they might just be like, can you do this? Because it's very dangerous if you're going to just like pile drive someone and they're not ready for it. Okay. Um, but yeah, all of ours was choreographed. So it's really learning about the cell, which is just like, oh, oh, you know, all of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad this is a videotape so everybody can really see my face. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that, it, that's, uh, so it was, you know, very important that it was. But, but if something went wrong, we had the skills to help each other like if somebody tripped or like their timing was wrong we knew how to correct okay so that was what the training kind of helped with but everything was choreographed uh wait because and how long would it take to shoot a uh like a, a, a you wouldn't do a full match right you would just do 
little like segments a of a match, right? So, but that would I would imagine time consuming. Yeah, I mean, there was you know, there's never enough time in television to, to like take the time to shoot anything. So, I mean, there was this season two. There was this oneer that they were trying to get, and so me and Gail, Rebecca, and I forget who the fourth person was. We did a match for probably two hours, which is too long oh. to be wrestling. You know, we were just bruised up by the end. But usually, we would do a match. It would take like. 40 minutes, 30, 40 minutes. So, and, you know, with breaks in between. Oh, that's not as long obviously. as I thought, I guess. Yeah. Do you, uh, and this is none of my business, uh, <laughs> but do you get stunned? I had so many wedgies. Wait, no, wait, what? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm not going to ask about your personal space in any way. I'm not a keister guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's uh, where you and Clint hey. yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cry tough. Cry <laughs> they both like to talk about chair. Do you uh, do you get stunt pay for that as well? Is, uh, no, or? no, no, no. You just uh, get the glory of being an actor who knows how to wrestle <laughs> Good, now. Gotcha. Uh, they had a couple of stunt people for some of the bigger stunts, like anything off the top ropes, like we were wouldn't do. Um, but uh, oh, so you wouldn't stand up on top and jump off. That would be yeah. somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Usually, yeah, yeah. Because it's like. It's, it, it takes a lot of training to do that. Yes, <laughs> you be really strong. Um, I had uh, I did a big fall. Kia Stevens, who's actually a professional wrestler who plays Tim A in the show, she um, that big um, you know the KKK fight. I don't know if you remember that one, but that was horrifying for me to um, live in that. But we we're like we're supposed to be with the worst guys, the bad guys. But it was really it was really uncomfortable. But she had to throw helicopter me and throw me down um, like from and she's you know almost six feet tall so to throw me down onto the ground. They did have a stunt person because Thanks. I was wearing a hood. <laughs> <laughs> But did so you were not even helicoptered. Uh, no, they didn't. They they wouldn't oh, let they hood. wouldn't let me. And I said, I'll do it. Let me do it. You know, because we're all we're just like we loved we loved doing it. It was so fun. But they wouldn't let me do it. Which looking back, I'm like that's probably for the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's actually this in the uh, Colin Jost book. He talks about going and doing a wrestling thing and. Uh, then going to the hospital, I believe. Is wow, how that story really? Ends. Yeah. Wow. So, oh, because they have that like comedy and wrestling uh, show, right? Isn't there a live show that where you well, do he, comedy and wrestling? I think he or, did something at, with WWE, right? He did something oh. with WWE. It was like a, uh, one of their. He and Michael Che. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God, we went to a WWE show once, and this guy, we thought it was a bit. We thought somebody broke his teeth or something, but it turns out his teeth got shoved into his skull. Oh, Jesus. the turnbuckle. We were like, wrestling is real. Wrestling is real. <laughs> oh, my God. It was horrible. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but the show's over. Yeah, it, and it just it, 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 the pandemic ended it, right? Is that safe to say? Yeah. So we shot. We were shooting two. We were, we were on episode two of season oh, you were, four. You were starting. Yes. So we had done. We had all got new characters. So Rebecca and I were the gold digging sisters. So uh, <laughs> it was Beverly Hills and Crystal Caviar was my mm -hmm. character, um, and like Kate Nash played a mermaid. It was wild. It was such a it was, the new characters are going to be so much fun. And the last thing that we shot. You're not gonna. You're not gonna know where I'm going with. <laughs> the last thing we shot was a commercial, um, a 1980s commercial for douche, <laughs> and that's when they came in and said, "Hey guys, we'll see you in two weeks." And that happened to be the last day that we walked wow. away from each other. Oh. 1980s douche commercial. <laughs> Do you have that footage? I, I mean, I wish I did. Yes, I, put I, it on the reel. I know. <laughs> that would be great if they could somehow just get cut that together just the ad like for fans just like here it is the final thing yes. from the show yeah the first episode was like uh allison Bree's character and Brittany young's character who are uh, uh ruth uh and uh they they go out and like are wrestling out in the um 
uh, on the road. And then the second episode was like, you know, our new characters and new show. So, when <laughs> I did not realize that you had actually started making the fourth season. I, I, I thought it was just in between and they were like, well, we're not going to bring it back. And that's so, uh, that yeah. makes it even worse. Do no. we know why? You don't need to get into the weeds on this, but do we know why like other shows did come back? And why were you guys one that did not? I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. We we didn't really get like a great reason. They were like, that's too much to store the sets and uh, costumes. We're like, the storage problem. Yeah, right. I got a backyard. We can yeah. put it in there yeah, yeah, if you guys yeah. want. I'm not sure. I mean, you know, uh, Netflix, you know, they don't, their shows tend, don't tend to go too, too, right. se- too many seasons. Right. So it was probably just like somebody in the old Silicon Valley section was just like, not worth it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that how they sound? I think they do. They sound like computers. Okay. Robots, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but this, it was going to be a great season. We were sad that it didn't go on. And no. we were hoping for a movie. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. That seems to be the way to go not, now. It's finally going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> But one day I should get the writers to just tell everybody like what's going to happen on a podcast, you know? Yes. We, can all, we can all do a script readings. I think most of the scripts are there. You could have done that during the pandemic. That was a very popular what, thing what for people we to do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know. You didn't you didn't talk to me because I would have given you that advice. <laughs> Thank you. The Jim. obvious advice. <laughs> yeah, get everybody on Zoom and read the script. Oh. But you so you were about to get on a plane to go take yeah. a gig as uh, to be a VP of a podcasting network. Yeah. And you didn't do that. You got the glow, yeah. which then led to you doing all this directing now that's correct yeah so it, the, that one phone call changed everything it sure did that's wonderful yeah and jen houston who's the casting director for glow she also did orange is the new black she saw Funny. me yes yeah, she she uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's got program too she's got a pretty good track record but uh she saw the apple sisters in new york city and so it all just goes back yeah. to like performing in black box theaters <laughs> in new york city yeah. that's wonderful <laughs> yeah uh good life life changing moment and so now you're directing situation comedies. Yeah, they are situational. Yes. <laughs> Episodic and situational. Um, which is, uh, uh, a fun, that's a fun job, right? Do you, do you, uh, but I'm curious about it because it's, it seems so very often that, you know, the, the few times I've done any acting on sitcoms, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the producer seems to be talking sometimes more than the director, actually. Mm-hmm. And then you get the notes after you do the scenes and so on and so forth. Do you have to storyboard it out the week before you start? How, what's the process on directing a sitcom as opposed to maybe directing a movie? Um, I mean, it's it's all kind of the same. It's just kind of condensed. And But the it's the, you're kind of a guest in their home, right? Because right. the writers are with the characters for much longer than you are. The actors are there week to week to week. So you kind of want to help them facilitate, tell the story in a timely manner. <laughs> so, you know, you get the script. You talk about, like, how you might shoot it, try to figure out... Um, like how like in this I just did an episode of The Big Leap it's coming I did episode 7 on Fox and we had this big dance um, sequence in the rain so like having to kind of figure that out with the writers and like okay so don't have money for this how can we work with the writers to kind of uh, move around the story so that it still makes sense you're honoring the story you're honoring the characters so it's just like a constant negotiation process you know Um, and so I'll storyboard some things like maybe some big dance numbers or action scenes but for the most part you know I'll just give them a, a list of like what I'm kind of looking for and the DPs really know what the show looks like and 
and the actors know the relationship. So it's really fun to play because it's really a venue where you can work with actors. You can work with like specifically getting jokes funniest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I the first show I ever saw here in L.A. live, uh, I was dating a guy who worked at Will and Grace and watching that experience really changed my life. And I was like, oh, my God, this is where comedy lives yeah. like in television. Um, so that that's that's always fun for me. It's like helping, you know, actors find their funniest selves and, you know cry, laugh, provide a safe space for them to, you know, explore their characters. And obviously, like, the people who write it are the ones in charge, and I want to make sure that their story is being told. Mm -hmm. And while we're compromising on, like, costumes or whatever, (laughs) like, locations fall through, while that compromise is happening, just understanding, like, the core of the story, I think, is the real key to being a good television director. Do you, uh, you know... Having done guest starring stuff, and again, my very few uh, guest starry guest, guest starry <laughs> things, uh, you do feel like you're a guest. You're you're you're, yeah. you're they're a family that you're kind of invading for those four or five days. Is, do you feel the same way as a director, or are you treated maybe a little differently than guy with four lines? <laughs> You got a little more agency than guy with four lines. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> I would hope so. But, you know, as, I think as long as you go in with the right attitude of, like, being prepared and, mm-hmm. you know, listening to what they have to say rather than just being like, I got this. Also, I wrote a few extra lines that I really like. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, and so what's the, what's the next one on the uh, on the docket? What do you, uh, do, what can we look for? The next one is, um, well, I did uh, half the season of Babysitter's Club. Um, I don't know what that be, is. What is that? It's on Netflix. It's based on the very popular um, book series, The Babysitter's Club. Um, It's in season two, and I did four of those episodes. That's coming out in October. Um, I did Single Drunk Female, a new freeform show, and I'm gonna be doing Home Economics starting this Friday, so I can't wait to jump in this family, so. Good for you, this is so exciting. Jimmy, and did you know that I have a movie on Netflix too? I guess I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I directed a movie called Good on Paper with comedian Eliza Schlesinger. Ah, oh, uh-huh. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. With uh, Ryan Hansen and Margaret Cho also starring. Who's Ryan Hansen? I know Evan uh, Hansen. That son of a bitch ruined a family. <laughs> 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 who's this Ryan Hansen? <laughs> you're the guy who, like, in the world of that story, you were like, this kid's a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, everything worked out, but I don't like that guy. He's I, trouble. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I, when you watch them, <laughs> When you watch the trailer, you're all of a sudden like, that's what Evan Hands is about? Because, you know, you see the show, you're like, what a lovely musical. <laughs> you watch the movie, you're like, this is messed up. That's He's a, a sociopath. Yeah, that's what we were kind of talking about, how like somehow somehow the show was able to finesse their way through that without you feeling like you hate that guy. <laughs> but I haven't seen the movie. The but film doesn't. I'm, I'm you, hearing that it does not accomplish that. It does that. not accomplish that. Yeah. It does not. It's too bad. Um, all I want to make is movie musicals and all I hear is... Uh, they, they just don't go well, I guess. <laughs> I love them all. Even the ones yeah. I don't like, I like. I mean, yeah. that's the truth. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like, well, Cats was Not cat. hard to get through, <laughs> but I still am glad that I saw it because it's like, I will never forget the experience of watching that weird movie. Uh, yeah, it's just an interest. It's so interesting. And it's also like, we I kind of grew up in a time where they weren't making those movies. Right. And so it's it feels like I, I saw Grease when I was very little and then my entire half my life went by and then suddenly they're making them again. It's like, this is cool. This is such a crazy thing that's happening. And it's, it's fun to see what people 
try to do with it. Yeah, say, I mean, say what you will, but that's how I got exposed to musicals because we, you know, I'm, I'm from Maryland. We didn't go to New York City yeah. and watch any musicals live, so that's how you saw it. You soundtrack on your tape player yep. or the movie musical. Right. On your VCR. Mm-hmm. Why do I keep saying it like that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows. But I'm glad you called yourself out. Did you, did you do musicals in high school and, and post? Oh, of course. What did you do? Give us some of the roles Oklahoma, and shows. Oklahoma. Ada Lanny in Oklahoma. Oh. Oh, where the wind comes moving off the plane? You know it. <laughs> sure. I did a show called 1940s Radio Hour, which I'm pretty sure is responsible for the Apple Sisters. Oh, it is. Yeah, cool. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, it was just like, I did, <laughs> did one called Lady Dracula. What's this? Wait, it's a musical called like, like Lady Dracula? Dracula. I love the sound of it. It's not a musical? <laughs> no, it's not oh. a musical. I'm out. <laughs> oh, come on. Lady Dracula can't sing? <laughs> I wish. That would have been great. I love the idea of that being a musical. Yeah. Me too. I just love that they called it Lady Dracula. It was one of those plays, you know, where they just didn't feel like paying for the full rights to anything. So they just had like some guy write something that was adjacent. Like I, I did a musical called Little Luncheonette of Terror. <laughs> oh, no. In middle school. Oh, little Luncheonette. Little luncheonette of terror. Yes. You saw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there was there a was there a giant cactus in the? In that? <laughs> it makes no sense. It was about kids who um, become zombies and eat books. What? <laughs> Wait. Oh boy. Books, more books. Little luncheonette of terror is gonna get you. Little luncheonette of terror is gonna get you. Part off. Gonna get you now. Gonna get you now. <laughs> And there was like a sadistic podiatrist. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I want to see the show. Where can I see this? YouTube. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna look for it. I also want. I want. I want to see and mount Lady Dracula. Yeah. Man, man, did you did you play Lady Dracula? Were you no. The title role. Uh, I played a character named Kim. I was real disappointed. Aww. I know. You already do that every day. I know. May, and I did the makeup, and it was really bad. May I make a title suggestion for yeah. your, uh, your musical that you want to mount? Yeah. Instead of Lady Dracula, which is which is a great evocative name. I think it should be Draculady. I like I do it. like Dracula Lady. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say Draculette. Me, but Dracula I mean, works. I'm into both of them. <laughs> um, if Draculette, she's a single lady on the town. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I'm on board. Kimmy, will you direct? Absolutely. Take a veil. All right. <laughs> we will, uh, you know, we'll, we'll produce it. Yeah, sure. sure. We, we have to get somebody to cast it, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, take all the money we've made on this podcast and put it into this production. I think it's going to be a winner. I Or or if it's not, it's like the producers and we win anyway. Oh. Right? Because of taxes? Yeah. I never really. What was the I problem? I forget. How do they? I, right. It's the whole premise they of the movie. They needed to lose money, but I don't I don't remember why. Yeah. Well, how is that going to make the money? Guys, I don't know. Collecting insurance? Does that work in Broadway shows? <laughs> what was that, right? They, Broadway then they show would close, uh, And then they would, have, they would get the insurance, right? Isn't that the premise? I don't know. How do we not know the premise of one of the greatest... <laughs> Elliot, your dad worked for Mel Brooks. Explain it. Wait, what am I... I'm sorry. I'm, what's the question? <laughs> what, why did the producers... Why Why did they need to lose money? What was the... It's the whole oh, premise. The yeah, yeah. Well, so so they over they oversold it. So they sold too many, too, too, too many old ladies... They was like a thousand percent or whatever it was. If they succeeded, they would have had to pay everybody back. But if they lost money, then they wouldn't have to pay anybody back, but they'd get all the money from the ladies. Okay. Uh-huh. So they want to close after one night. Yeah. Because then, oh, we only spent, I'm going to just make up, we only spent 10000 of the 100000 We now have $90,000. Right. But but everybody thinks that they backed the whole thing yes. for gotcha. the 10000 Got it. Gotcha. Okay. Um, 
Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> now that we know how to, now that we know how off, to do this, can we just not do the Nazi part though? Is that okay? No, that's the only part we're doing. Oh, it's there's. <laughs> look, if you're making Lady Dracula, you have to have Nazis. In it. it's, it's just obvious. Like the audience is expecting it. It sounds like you're not on board with Dracula. <laughs> oh well, I did call it Lady Dracula, but that's just the no, word. Dracula, right? Yeah, Dracula. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. want to. Yeah, I, just, I was. I, that's a fight for another day between me and Elliot about whether it's Dracula or Dracula. I think Dracula. I think there's is the too audience. many. Uh, Chefs in the kitchen here. Well, that could be true. Kelly, you're fired. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just just for. I'll just do marketing. I don't need to be part of the the production team. Well, I also need you to oversee the scheme part of it because I still don't 100 understand how that works. I'll consult on the writing for that part. Sure. (laughs) Garen, somehow you're in the you're on the. You don't want any part of this. He's busy producing podcasts. I'll tell you. As soon as she said Lady Dracula, my brain started <laughs> started going. Singing songs? I want my blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect title for a movie nowadays that like a schlocky yes. B movie that gets really culty and popular. Lady Dracula would Did you not hear it. us? We're calling it Draculette. <laughs> you guys can make Dracula. I'm gonna make Lady Dracula. We'll fight it out at the box office. Oh, Let's well, go. We're, we're going to win. Well, aren't that's it? like no. the two Aretha Franklin movies coming out at the same time. You know? <laughs> that's the weirdest thing. Wait, I didn't know there was another one. Yeah, there's the respect that uh, yeah. Jennifer Hudson, and there's the one on Lifetime or somewhere, Freeform. Oh, boy. That they, I know. So what are you going to be, movie theater or Lifetime? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the current situation with COVID, I think I'm going to just watch that Lifetime one. It's probably not as good, but... So Dracula lives on Lifetime? Is that oh, what you're oh okay. Well, yeah. maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah, let him bomb at the theaters with his Lady Dracula. We exactly. succeed, although we don't want to succeed. <laughs> oh, no. It's all very confusing. <laughs> you know what? I have to be honest. Deep down, I do want to succeed. <laughs> like, that's the ultimate dream is like you try to fail and you're like, actually, they love it. You really are talented. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm out. I'm so I'm too, I'm too confused on how I, where I want to land on this. Yeah, this is like every movie I've ever pitched on. It falls apart at some point. <laughs> yeah, I mean I think I've got a solution. We make both Draculette and Draculady. We mm-hmm. pick one to fail and one to succeed, and then we create two production companies, and then we do the producers thing for one thing, and then we try as hard as we can for the other, and use the money from the from the failure one to pay for the. Company. I'm going to tell you this. I'm already exhausted by what you just said. <laughs> I also don't think we're talented enough to on purpose make a movie good and also or even make a bad one bad. Like, I don't even think we could pull that off. That is, it does take some skill. I agree. Yeah. Well, we have an award winning screenwriter here. We've got a director here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. know how to press play. I can, I can, I can run a camera. I can make a phone call. I see about 12 cameras in here. Yeah. As a director. Yeah. yeah. Too many, right? <laughs> uh, David Wilde. Camera one, camera David Wilde said there's the right number of cameras. David so. Wilde doesn't know what he's talking about. He's a, he's a journalist. He writes. He writes. Uh, he runs. Liner he runs notes. Live. He's just writing copy. Sure, for he's people writing to... copy. He's writing copy for fucking Mac Davis to say at a podium. <laughs> he's also telling. He's also reciting. Uh, was it Stevie Wonder? Yeah. Uh, reciting so, Stevie Wonder's own lyrics to him. If, if Stevie Wonder trusts him, I trust him. Okay. He doesn't know about cameras, David Wilder. He's a he's a, a, a he's been on plenty of shows like the Grammys. He's seen all the cameras they have. This is this is fine. Journalist. <laughs> Great lenses, though, buddy. Thank oh. you. <laughs> I try to get them to match. My stomach is making banana crazy noises. I may, oh, have, no. to, I may have to have a little snack in the break. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's that kind of crazy it's, news because I wear it the other direction. Hour pod. Oh, no. Yeah. We, so. This is very lunch hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Uh, all right. Kimmy Gatewood is here, but I think we got to hit uh, Oliver Trivia before yep. we uh, go any further. Uh, this show is flying past with, it with is. Kimmy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's Are the question. Almost get ready. Get ready. ready. Yeah. Write your question oh. down. Oliver's question of the week. Oliver's question of the week. Trivia question. 
<laughs> All right. Is that is that the first airing of that? Have we heard no, that before? We've heard it many times. We've heard it, but there's, there's a version that doesn't <laughs> have on. all the... Hang on, we've heard that many times? <laughs> yes. There's a version that doesn't have the drops that you've probably heard more than the one that... Oh, be. really? Yeah. Honestly, I think I would like that better. I think the drops, the drops confuse me because when it starts... I think Jimmy's talking and I look over and his mouth's not moving. <laughs> scares the hell out of me. I, I know how to grow my voice. <laughs> it seems like it. It's super confusing. I mean, I've, I, I've made a producerial choice for most of the time not to play that one, but I haven't played that one in a while. So. Okay, yeah. It's good to keep the rotation going. Danielle was here. You know, she. it's all different today. Wait, Danielle was here? Yeah. <laughs> I remember nothing about this show. Yeah. I had Some to go pick moment. up a prescription at a different pharmacy than usual on Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the counter, they had that Prevision. Have you heard the edge for Prevision? You Maybe. take this Prevagen, it improves your memory and your uh, your mental sharpness. Okay. Is jellyfish stuff? This is not a jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, I see it at the counter and I say to the pharmacist, and this is like, this is in the CVS. This is like, a, you know, one of those Beverly Hills, the guy, oh. he, he's all in, you know, mm-hmm. uh, pharmacy type of guy. Career. Uh, so I, I said, hey, the Prevagen, uh, I go, what's, what's the feedback on this? I hear the commercials. Is it worth it? He goes, very expensive. <laughs> oh. And I went, well, how much is it? And he's like, it's $58 for 30. I go, well, does it work? It's very expensive. Oh. oh. So wow. that was the pharmacist saying, move along. Snake oil. Wow. Mm-hmm. I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't hurt. Jimmy Jam, 30 yeah. caplets. Yeah, Jimmy Jam. <laughs> yeah. James Pardo wouldn't take that, but Jimmy Jam. Jimmy Jam. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I wouldn't, if he had said, you know what, we're getting good feedback, I would have given it a try because my memory is going to shit lately. No. So, oh, uh, no. That's getting older. Yeah, I mean, that's all it is. Sleep is, I hear, the biggest thing. If you get more sleep, your memory would be better. Yeah, I'm having, uh, here's what's happening lately. I, 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 Kimmy, I wind down every night by watching an old uh, uh, mystery television program. Uh, I am on the final season of Murder, She Wrote. Oh, That's my love current this about thing. you already, Jimmy. <laughs> um, and so what happens is I watch it uh, to, uh, to relax at the end of the day. And lately I've been falling asleep during them. Mm-hmm. And I go, okay, great. I fell asleep and then I wake up on the couch and go, all right, now I'll go to bed. Then I cannot fall asleep. Uh. So then I have to come back and watch another episode. So I'm not getting the sleep that I need. Yeah. I wish I could just stay asleep on the couch. That would solve. Or can you just watch the show on an iPad in bed? And then when you start. No, because Danielle's in there. I don't want to uh, disrupt. <laughs> just uh, put a little. Well, we're already in single twin beds. <laughs> can't, can't, can't make it more awkward. Okay. Our our uh, our bedroom looks like a uh, a Motel Six uh, oh. double. Mm-hmm. So not even not it's even. The, it's uh, got the sad nightstand between the two right. beds. Not even I Love Lucy or uh... no. Okay. No, this is a sad Motel Six. <laughs> we got cinder blocks on the wall. Oh no! Oh yeah, it's very. Uh, I like I like to feel like I'm on the road because I haven't been able to go on the road. Yeah. No for oh uh, almost two years. My daughter likes to say, um, I've got a new brain. Your brain's getting older. <laughs> <laughs> and she is six years old? Is that what you said? Yes. She, and, and give us your daughter's name again. Lottie. Lottie. Mm-hmm. Uh, spell that for an idiot like me. L-O-T-T-I-E. Exactly what I thought it would be. Lottie. What a, what a beautiful name. Lottie. She's named after my great aunt Lottie. Or her great aunt Lottie. My aunt Lottie. My dad is one of 13 children. She's um, oh. yeah, one of the like second born, I believe. And she made me laugh so much, she called herself Aunt Fabulous. Oh, <laughs> and she was Aunt Fab, and I was you, and my sister was Lust, and together we were fabulous. <laughs> it sounds like your aunt was Carol Channing. Toasting, <laughs> <laughs> <Josh and> yeah. <laughs> awesome. I love it. anytime anybody could do a Carol Channing, I'm on board. That's right, young people. <laughs> uh, she's dead. 
I believe she is. Right in the last three years, maybe? Is that when we lost? Let me get my daughter on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> With her new, we need a new brain. New brain, yeah, yeah. definitely need a new, new brain. brain. <laughs> I was going to say it was five years ago. I remember, I remember talking about her death in this room what is this 2021 yeah. three years is i think you're right with five years because the pandemic has made things so i'm gonna go with 2016 she died that sounds listeners yeah that sounds right <laughs> give us a call find out what rock find out roll let us know i'll say 2015 just to make it interesting all right uh we got an answer on this at the age of 97 carol channing passed away on january 15th 2019 oh oh so it was, it was two three. years ago wow, wow. That was recent. wow. almost three. it'll be three years in uh, january mm-hmm. so my elliot go with your gut Guts. yeah go with your gut i talked I myself out of it but you're right that the pandemic makes everything feel like from before it feels like it was much longer ago to that point at the tony's last night they had the in memoriam mm-hmm. and this is we've talked about this many times in the past uh they are more first of all there's more deaths than there's ever been yeah and more of names that we know now yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. the you know remember mm-hmm. like watching the in memoriam when you're a kid watching the oscars you know maybe one of the names right, exactly but now it's going to get to the point where we're going to know all the yes. names yeah. and that is weird yep even the sound editors i know <laughs> i know them all there was one guy that he i i was so proud of tony's for doing this it was some guy and it was stagehand Aww. And it was like, good for them for giving that guy, yeah. uh, you know, because it's usually, you know, the famous people. And then it's so weird when the famous person gets a p- bigger applause than somebody else who died. I don't it's like, like the applause. Yeah. It's weird. Just don't, don't fucking applaud the. Right. You it's should, weird. Just, it's just supposed to be a moment. Boo them. Scene. Actively boo them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boo them because yeah. they don't have the strength to still be here. Yeah. Has that ever happened? <laughs> what, a boo? A boo and during end of memoriam? I like would someone bet. Someone who's such a piece of shit comes I, up. I bet like, you Ilya Kazan will get booed when, when. I thought he got a standing ovation when they mentioned him. It was a. Like it, a half wasn't there a weird someone turned their back i don't know if that was Eli nicholas Kazan. cage did something weird uh because yeah. he, he what was the deal like he he basically ratted people out yeah. and uh during the black list and yeah so there are people who are still mad at him uh, uh and who was uh, nick not 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 i said nick cage nick nolte right because nick nolte was dating vicky not vicky lawrence vicky lewis from, from his radio the family or no uh uh Oh uh, yeah, the redhead from from News Radio. Yeah, it's oh uh, yeah, it's Vicky Lewis. Yeah, it's the, Vicky Lewis. That's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, who I thought was Kathy Griffin at the time. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you know the story? I believe the story is that they thought they were casting. Oh one. no! What? There was some weird rumor that they thought that they were getting Kathy Griffin and they no. didn't. Are you kidding? That's there is no. some weird. There's some weirdness to that. No way! Uh, I obviously what I just did was paint with a very wide, right, vague right, right. brush. But yeah. there is some huh. they, they thought That's some guy told amazing. a stagehand once. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he ended up on the Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was a hell of a storyteller. God rest in peace. That's like the time you hired the wrong guy at the record store. That, I got the wrong mat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know what? I, we, we don't. Is need, that you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, two guys came in on the same day and applied. They were friends named Matt, and I hired. I remember going. I like that guy because he'd be good for the, uh, and that guy seems like a nice young kid, but he's not right for this job. And I called the wrong one. No. And he showed up and the door opens and me and the assistant manager look at each other like, oh, fuck. (laughs) How do we now fire this guy and hire the right guy? And I don't remember how we did it. I don't remember. But you did do it. We eventually. Got a time machine. (laughs) Went back and said. It was. Important it was enough. you and Doc. <laughs> Who's Doc? Yeah, oh, Doc. I thought you said Doc, and I got no. so like, how are you confusing this with John Cryer? I call him the Duck. Duck for Ducky. Yeah. Uh, Garen, were you looking something up? I'm trying to find out if that 
Vicky Lewis, Kathy Yeah, Griffin. that can't be true, right? There's no way. There's too many checks and balances. Well, there was a lot of mistaking them for each other because they back then they did look a yeah. lot. They both had curly red hair. But yeah. one of them is very clearly was an you know, more of an actress and one was right. a comedian back yes. then. So it's... Yeah. And Vicky, uh, she was great on News Radio. Mm-hmm. Just terrific. And and Kathy Griffin was good on the... the uh, Thing she was on. Some older producer was probably like, "Give me that fiery redhead." Yeah, <laughs> they got Vicky Lewis. <laughs> then the wrong one showed up. What was it? Was she at Veronica's Closet? Is that what? Uh, yeah, Kathy Griffin that was on. Right. Oh, Maybe. that no. I liked that show. You did. Yeah. That Christy Alley seems to be sharp these days. Hey. Yeah. She's nuts. <laughs> Trump is so, Scientology nuts. Oh, yeah. I, I always mix those. Suddenly up, Susan. Yeah. It was suddenly Susan. Mm. Not Christy Alley. No reason to bring her up. Then my apologies. No. <laughs> uh, all right. Here comes Oliver's trivia question, as yep. promised. Yep. You're betting anywhere between one and twenty-five guys in the in the house here. You got your bets that you have to make. Um, and uh, let me uh, get it. Uh, oh, I need the glasses. Oh, the Balabans are on their last legs. We're losing them. Mm. Eyes playing. are old too, huh? Yeah, it's new eyes. <laughs> Balabans. Now, I don't know if this means anything, but I just got an email from Lin-Manuel Miranda. So he may be asking me to be in Hamilton. Uh-oh. That's probably what this is, right? Do we need to make this some edits to this episode? <laughs> Hang on. Uh, join former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, Tyler Perry, and myself. Okay. In Hamilton, the cast of Hamilton. The four of us are doing it. Okay, wow. great. This is so great. So it's Lynn, Hillary, Tyler Perry, and me. I and mean, I guess we're just going to be a forecast member uh, doing Hamilton. Well, you don't need more than four. Right? They're, they're just, they just padded out that cast, obviously. <laughs> It's four is plenty. Who do I play? I mean, obviously Hillary is going to be uh, uh, Eliza. Eliza Schuyler, and then I guess Oprah will be. No, it's and, no Oprah. I got Tyler Perry. Oh, why did I think you said Oprah? <laughs> no, it's it's. Well, it's, let's add Oprah. Dream casting. Yeah. Let's add Oprah so you can be Angelica. She's <laughs> Lady Dracula. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I need to apologize. It's five cast. Uh, former Deputy Attorney uh, Sally Yates. Uh, we'll mm. be there, Deputy Attorney General. Okay, so Sally she Yates. can be Angelica. Okay, so like, <laughs> yeah. all right, so we got the lady parts. Lynn will be, have to be Hamilton, right? So, so, so that means Tyler Perry will be Burr. Burr. I guess. He'll be Burr. Oh. So Why can't I be Burr? You're George Washington. Clearly. I see Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry's more of a Chris Johnson. Uh, George Washington, Chris Jackson. Yeah. Okay, but well, you're not wrong. Okay, so you're Burr. But then you also got to fill in some of these other parts. So you could also be Jefferson, maybe. I don't know if I can handle more than one role. To be honest. <laughs> so maybe that, that Burr is really a demanding role. Okay, so you want Tyler Perry to play Washington Jefferson? First of all, he also, based on his Medea work, should be one of the Skyler sisters. <laughs> <laughs> he could be Peggy. He'll be Peggy. And Peggy. Yeah, that's you're perfect. really Tyler Perry. And Perry, maybe he changes it. <laughs> That'll be fun. I like that idea. Um. All right, well, I'm in. This is on Wednesday, I guess we're doing it. If they're filming it. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah, Wednesday, September 29th. Okay. He could just play right. all the parts because it'll be like, or, you know, like it'll be like the Nutty Professor yeah. where he played like something. Clumps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> clumps. I am an old man. <laughs> Chris Johnson, Crumps. I'm getting everything wrong. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, that's, uh, that's, guys, I, I'm not available on Wednesday. I'm doing this on Wednesday. Okay. Oh, so it's just a one day thing. You know what? I'll just delete that email. I think that's the best way to handle that. <laughs> they must have emailed you because they knew from the podcast that you knew all the lyrics. There was a time. Well, I don't think I do anymore. <laughs> like we just, it's a, it's a one day. We just need someone who already knows the part. So let's get part of it. Uh, they also know how I do it very well as Woody Allen. So they're excited to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Why pardon you... me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that bit. Um, all right. Now let's get to Oliver's question. Here it is. He is uh, going to miss a shot. You guys. <laughs> I'm going to wave my shot <laughs> not, 
how how did he not do a, a, a PSA with that song during the pandemic to get uh, these people? Yeah, the, I ain't gotta go get some shockers. Those fruits on Broadway tell me to. That's gotta be what some hillbilly <laughs> says. Do you think it was because they felt like they had already done that with the voting in yes. 2020? They made that whole. Like, don't throw away your shot, go vote. And so they're like, well, I can't just keep doing everything as a shot. But this is literally a <laughs> shot. This is literally a shot. <laughs> it's so perfect. we got to put needles on arms. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> national symbols. National symbols. National symbols. Mm. Symbols spelled C-Y-M. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> national symbols. National symbols. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. I've got to guess in my head what this might be. All right. So we bet first. Yeah. Yeah, bet I understand first. how things work. Yeah. <laughs> Kimmy, are you comfortable saying what part of town you live in? I'm I'm uh, in Highland Park. Oh, beautiful. Yes. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a nice place to be. With your um, former co-star Mark Marin, he lives over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He lives on the east side too. Would you guys commute to set? Yeah. Well, not together. Well, that's what, what commute means. <laughs> At the same time, if that's yeah. what you oh, mean. That, yeah, I guess that's what. I mean. Um, well, usually the girls would be called in at like 4.45 in the morning because we had so much 80s hair and makeup to do. Oh, and Mark geez. would come in and be like, I gotta comb my hair. You know? <laughs> what the, he didn't have as quite as much as we did. Why not just start three hours later? Why Why do you Why do you need to be there at 4.45 in the morning? Why not I, make it 7.45 and just go a little bit later in the day? It's probably, it's probably light, I'm guessing. Oh, that makes more you know? sense. Okay, <laughs> just, never mind. But, but <laughs> You know what? I don't, I don't like your logical answer <laughs> at all. I'm going to see myself out again. Yeah. <laughs> Trap door. <laughs> Trap door. <laughs> All right. Everybody in with their bet? Yeah. Yes, sir. Here's your question. And then we'll take a break. Mm-hmm. Uh, the question is, because of its association with chivalry, purity, and innocence, what creature is Scotland's national animal? Oh, boy. <laughs> because of its association with chivalry, purity, and innocence, what creature is Scotland's national animal? Damn it! I should know this. My 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 heritage is part Scottish. Yeah, but you don't know your crest. No, I don't. I wish I did. Do you do? Is that really something you wish? <laughs> well, I I don't know if my like I, there is a family crest for you got a Belknap crest, for the Belknap family, but uh, but it doesn't have the an animal that's known for chivalry. <laughs> I can tell you that. I, but that wouldn't be the same as Scotland's. Anyway. I mean, I know my husband's going to know this answer, and I do What not. is your husband's name? <laughs> my husband's name is Matt. Matt. And what does he... Is he in show business? Yes, he is in show business. He's a director, too. Oh. Yes, we met at Sketch Comedy, though. So he was in a group called The Royal We, and I was in the Apple Sisters, and he asked me out backstage at the People's Improv Theater in yeah. New York City. So you've been together a while. Yeah, yeah. Yep, and uh, we're, we're going to... Our 10-year anniversary is the next year, but we've been together for... I don't know, seventeen years. Wonderful. Yeah, Matt, and yeah. he and he directs now, but he yeah. but he came from comedy. Mm-hmm. And would I have would my path have crossed with him at any point? Mm, I must make everything about me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe at a Conan related event I or see. something or party. He comes. I can't to believe shows. you're so welcome to any Conan event the way you treated him that day. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I must have blacked it out. It was just. Pure, pure rage. You know what I mean. It was, it must he, have been something. He gave you a break, and you get a little success, and you yell at his face. Um, all right, everybody, uh, write down your answer. Let's yeah, yeah. take a break. We'll be back with more. We'll go around the horn, chicken, with everybody. Get their answers. More with Kimmy right after this. 
Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Kimmy Gatewood is on Twitter at Kimmy Gatewood, exactly where you expect to find her on Twitter and probably Instagram and other platforms too. Just uh, search Kimmy Gatewood. You'll find her wherever you want to find her. Uh, you can also find her performing with the Apple Sisters at Ballots Over Broadway on October 3rd. Uh, that is in Los Angeles. Um, you can go to Eventbrite and search Ballots Over Broadway. That's uh, obviously a, a voting rights uh, fundraiser and uh, sounds like a great cause. So go to Eventbrite and search for Ballots Over Broadway if you want to get tickets to that and you're in los angeles area jimmy pardo also in the los angeles area he's going to be at flappers he's going to be judging pop cultured on october 6th uh flapperscomedy.com if you want tickets to that and that's all we got enjoy matt belknap i want you to spring forward with a new hiring partner zip recruiter Zip zip. And find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to this exclusive web address, web address <laughs> to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter is the way to go. Uh, look, you, you set your clocks forward. You, uh, you feel like there's more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, you don't have that kind of time. You got crunch time. ZipRecruiter fills those hours for you. No one wants to waste time with hiring. That doesn't sound fun. That's just like a, a, a chore that you have to get through. I've got need. other things to do. Right. Let me do my actual job instead of trying to find someone else to work if for If that me. jerk didn't quit, I wouldn't be doing right. this. I'd like to see Elliot hire someone as his like building managing manager assistant, assistant to the building manager. Somebody over at the familiar. Yeah, to deal with these broken chairs and all this. There's, there's, a, there's a wave of looting and rioting in that building. That, going on. <laughs> well, you know why, right? Yeah, the manager. That manager, yeah. <laughs> That's why he needs an assistant. Uh, who would take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, visit ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. I'm going to pronounce this properly, Ernin. Ernin. E-A-R-N-I-N is pronounced Ernin. I don't know how else you would pronounce it, but they really want to be clear that that's how to pronounce it. Yeah, I guess maybe some people might get a little confused because two words that are usually separated by a space are actually squished together into one word. All right, so let, let, let's all right, let's go with your premise. Mm-hmm. You got the two words. You got earn and in. How would you say those separately? Ernin. That's together. I asked for you to do it separately. Oh, separately. Earn in. Er, earn in. All right, now do it together. You're in. Yeah, see? You're mis- <laughs> uh, all right, so maybe they're right. Uh, earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to 100 bucks a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. Look, again, we, we've talked about it before. Maybe you got a last-minute gift for a loved one. you got upcoming rent. Uh, and, uh-oh, paychecks run out with the other bills. That's where Earnin jumps in and helps you out. Uh, you can download Earnin today. Uh, let me spell that for you. We've had fun pronouncing it. <laughs> now let's spell it. Let me spell it for you. E-A-R-N-I-N, and that is in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, I'm asking you to do this for us. Type Never Not Funny under podcast when you sign up. That'll let them know that we sent you there. It helps us out. Never Not Funny under podcast over there at Earnin. It is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Once again, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up, get up to $100 a day, up to $750 bucks per pay period. Earnin. Get your money now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. We had a nice break. Kimmy Gatewood is here. She's taking time away from directing successful situation companies. <laughs> now that's a sticky situation. Thank you. <laughs> now, something like that happens on set. You're directing a situation comedy. You're in front of a live audience. Yeah. And, and an actor does that. 
do you do you let it play out comedically like we just did, or would you say cut and have them do it again? I just throw a chair out of them usually. Jesus, <laughs> you're an <laughs> asshole. You're a tyrant. It's the wrestling cha- training. Yeah. yeah, too much wrestling. I staple their forehead. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, no. You just. You know, it's like let's just do it again. Like it's not that it's not that big of a deal to mess up. Like people, like athletes do it all the time. Then they fail hor- like horribly in front of people. Then and why like, do you hear these stories, Kimmy, of of somebody who is working on a sitcom in front of yeah. a live audience yeah. and it's a guest star and he maybe bundle bungles his line. He bundled them. He bundles them. He puts a night package together. Yeah. Makes all of his mistakes into one. <laughs> and then there's the fear that he'll never work in this town again because word's going to get out that he did that. Shouldn't it be what you just said? People make mistakes. Just yeah. we have the. It's digital. Let's just do it again. I mean, I, I from, as as an actor, I've oh my goodness. Oh good lord. <laughs> what the hell? Everything's fine. No, <laughs> fire that guy immediately. Yes, Where's my chair? No. <laughs> Is everything all right, Elliot? Yeah. Okay. All right, go ahead. No, I, I mean, as an actor, I firmly believe that, like, you know, uh, that kindness goes a lot further than just yelling at someone or making them uncomfortable, making them feel bad about themselves. It's not like they intentionally try to mess something up. Right. So that's my approach. I mean, that being said, with, like, a lot of, like, co-star, guest star actors, just because of the time that we have, I don't have a lot of time to work with them. So you kind of, the ideal person, it will just, like, nail it every time. But, like, whatever. I Like, the camera hopes that they nail it every time. Like, the sound hopes they never nail it every time like i get a perfect take and then like sound didn't get it you're like Uh, i'm fine (laughs) (laughs) so it's like it's it's a whole operation so it's i don't think it's that big of a deal it's hard it's hard to get the all the working pieces on the same time we're all just kids doing theater in a barn when it comes down to it (laughs) (laughs) trying to get lady dracula off there we go we've got the funding are you, you're, it sounds like you're doing more single camera stuff, though. Have you done stuff with a live audience? Um, I have. I've done multicam, but only with puppets. So I did oh. Sesame Street, and I did oh, cool. which I won an Emmy for this past. Oh year. my god! Congratulations! Yes. yes. Awesome. And I did a show called Helpsters, but I still haven't done the live audience thing yet, which I would mm. love to do. Yeah. I think at some point. I are there audiences back yet, uh, or are they? Not doing know. audiences yet for the good question. I haven't thought about uh, that. Probably not. The lot they did the live um, Roseanne, oh, yeah, yeah the Connors, Connors and they and they had an audience for that. Uh, apparently, oh, the ratings cool. on that were bad or something. There was some, some oh, no. big controversy over that that people were not happy about it. Maybe because there was a bunch of audience members are all sitting really close together, although they were wearing masks, <laughs> and they were going this. <laughs> <laughs> what were they doing? <laughs> <laughs> and then they bundled their jokes. It made no sense. <laughs> people make mistakes. You by your own admission, people make mistakes. I make one. Everybody makes fun of me for forty-five minutes. No. Comedy gold. Bundle, bundle it up, bundle up. It's cold out. Uh, all right, let's go around the horn. Let's get everybody's answer. We check with the pop culture piece info desk over there. That's Garen Cackerel behind the desk. Uh, Garen, how was your weekend? Anything of import? You saw Evan Davis? That's not the name. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I saw Bundle. my friend Evan Davis. He's in from Detroit. You really need those pills, dude. I don't care how don't care what they, cost. they are. <laughs> you know what? Get those pills. Go get the Prevagen, you idiot. <laughs> Evan Davis is a comedian. Oh, okay. So at least it's a human being. I'm not just an idiot. Uh, you, saw the, you saw the Evan Hansen. I did see that. You went to the motion picture house? I did. Regent? The Regal Beagle. Oh, you went to the Regal, right. Yeah. And uh, uh, when we went, there was literally six, six other people in the theater. There were, I think, based on when I bought my ticket, there was one person in the, you know, the nosebleeds behind me. And then there were, I think there were two young ladies in the front right. area. Perfect. Yeah. So it was pretty empty. And you, uh, you again, your thoughts were not as bad, but it's not, not as bad as everyone thinks it is, but it's certainly not good either. All right. The music me. is great. Go for the songs. If you like the songs, go for that. And Can for, I just listen to the soundtrack at home? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay, that's an option. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's something to do. 
And as a reminder, Jake Gyllenhaal was there, and they had Ben Platt sing something from Sunday in the Park with George. Go right ahead. <laughs> Still mad about it. His dad, I guess. Ben Platt's. Who's his dad? Mark know, Platt. Producer. Who's that? Oh, is that? I don't know who that is. He's the a producer movie of the producer. movie. Yeah. Of the of which movie? Evan Hansen. But he's he's produced a lot of. Big, That's why you got big, his kid. Well, I, I, here's the thing. Yeah, he he's been a, he's been a successful producer in Hollywood for a long time. He's also produced a lot of Broadway stuff, I think. Um, but so uh, clearly that helped Ben Platt early in his career. But also Ben Platt has gotten plenty of work that his dad didn't. And he won the Tony for the role, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But... It's not like crazy. The only crazy part is that. If you're going to make a movie, and I, again, I haven't seen it, but every, the trailer leads me to believe, and what you've told me leads me to believe, it's it's sort of, uh, they're giving it a, 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 a realistic treatment, and so it begs uh, for a casting choice that would be convincing, like a, someone who looks like they're 16. He doesn't not look it, though. It's, it's I mean, he's, he looks muppety. In the trailer, he looks old, but... Uh, He's he's got enough character. I, I, yeah, I don't know. He, I, I love the term muppety. He looks muppety. <laughs> he's, he's got, I, he's that, got that, muppety hair. That, but I will tell you this: it never crossed my mind at all that he was too old for the role. Oh, watching it, it okay. never it was like the, it is what it is. The de aging works looks far better in the film than it does in the trailer. Because in the trailer, trailer it like smacks like in the face. It, yeah, in the movie, yeah. It, it kind of did they a do better. like a thing? Like a, a digital? Yeah, they, like, I'm pretty sure they did. They put a wash over it? Something like that. Like a, yeah. <laughs> like a Civil Shepherd Vaseline <laughs> filter or yeah. something probably. But. Or like a, it was. It's, it, it sounds like you're saying more like the, in the Marvel movies when like Michael Douglas is yeah. suddenly 30. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they did. I mean, they have things. something called a beauty box that I found out about. Tell so us about that. that. You're in the well, showbiz. Yeah, I'm in the biz. Uh, yeah, beauty box is something that where you can basically just like retouch, you know, actors' faces. Is like there something I can the get fact. to walk around with? Can, yeah. I just have <laughs> can I have that with me at all times? Sure, it's just a box over your head. Great, done. <laughs> you look great. If that makes me look better, then so be it. I'll have more confidence as I strut down Santa Monica Boulevard. That's I remember I hearing they like that Pee Wee Hermit Paul Rubens was like wanted to make another movie, and he was like, I don't know if it's going to work. And then they were like, We have this thing. And he was like, oh, okay, then let's do it. And that was the, there there had been more like obvious examples of it. Like I said, like Michael Douglas or. The Irishman. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. But like that, that Pee Wee, that Netflix Pee Wee movie, it was maybe one time, one of the early examples of like, it's not smacking you in the face. It's just like, he doesn't look 60. 60. I don't, I don't know how old Paul Rubens is. He's got to be at least 60. If I had to guess 67. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do I have to guess? You don't have 62. to. 62. You're going to go with 62 for yeah. Paul Rubens? Yeah. Well, you know what needs to happen now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Put some money on We're it. betting. <laughs> oh, no. Dollar. Yeah, are you in? <laughs> okay, I'll do it. All right, I'm in. Let's see. Uh, I got... What are we taking? <laughs> what is that? What is that? A venture? What's a venture ticket? It's by, it's by uh, the Chicago um, Metro Yeah, but you, card. you have to know that that's not worth <laughs> a dollar. Like, there's, there's at least two bucks on there. Oh, okay. Well, Jimmy, next time you're in Chicago. <laughs> I don't take the... I, I have a driver. <laughs> <laughs> I have not looked yet. Oh, a rare ga- Gary. Finally. Gary. Finally. Finally. All right, you know what? I'm going to put in for I'm going to put in for Kenny. Thanks. All right, Kimmy, take your pass away. Kimmy's in. So, uh, wait, Paul Rubens. All right, I'm. I'm, How old? I'm. I'm going to say 65. I'm going to. I'm going to amend my 67 down to 65. Go with your gut, though. Don't forget. 67. I'm sticking. You're right. Thank you, Kimmy. 67 for me. Paul Rubens. God. 
it's so hard to know. Like he's definitely around the the groundlings in the seventies, even. But how young was he when he started? He could have yeah. been a teenager at that point. Who knows? You don't know. I don't know. I'll say I'm gonna say I gotta go. Um, I gotta go. Beatles. I'm gonna say 64. 64. Okay. Will yeah. you feed them? Will you feed them? <laughs> so, so what do we have so far? We have 64 and 67. Yeah. And, 62. And 62. 62 for Kimmy Gatewood. All right. She's in improv. She's in the world. Sure. <laughs> she might have some inside info. Uh, Elliot, what do you got? So, so I'm going. I have some memory that can go along with this. When I was in college, we a bunch of us were we played Marines in the Pee Wee's Christmas Special. Oh right. So Paul what? Rubens came to our choir room. Uh, while we were at rehearsal, he never we never heard him speak. He talked. He talked. He whispered to his assistant, who then spoke for him, which right. was interesting. And I feel like he was thirty or something around that time. So I'm gonna go sixty-one. Oh, I think you're too young. I think you're too young. Yes. Yeah, so. I just want to point out that I had a Pee Wee Herman themed baby shower because I love Pee Wee Herman <laughs> so wow. much. Oh boy. Yeah, he was in but. an episode of Pee Wee's Playhouse. You can you can this watch is it. Wild. You I need to yeah. know more. You could have had a guest star at your uh, <laughs> oh my God. baby shower. I went and, like, when you told me that, I went, because it's on Netflix now, I went and watched it, and you can see Ellie. Oh, you can? Yep. Yeah. Crazy, oh yeah. And in that, in that shot that you see me, because you only see me for, like, five seconds or ten seconds. Yeah. Uh, so we're all dressed in leatherneck marine outfits. Right. And for that shot, there's, a there's like, a, a camera crane shot that comes down, and I had to be off to the side to let the camera crane go by and then uh. pop up. Just in time oh, to, to be in my spot. You're yeah. a profesh. That's what she says. She's a yeah. director. Wow. And so, <laughs> thank you. And that was the Christmas special where I believe uh, everyone from Magic Johnson to Sharo appeared, right? <laughs> yep. And I did not meet any of them. Because <laughs> we, because all, because we, so for that thing, there was like a big dance number, which I got to do part of it, but because I was living at home, my dad wouldn't let me stay past like oh, you midnight be or something. kidding me. Fucking dad, man. Yeah. <laughs> the more you tell us about this asshole, <laughs> fuck this guy. God damn it. And I didn't have the spine to be like, Dad, this is a thing. I got to say. So, so I didn't get to do all of it. But I did get to do, because because of the way the recording went, we had to do a post-recording. And they picked like eight of us to, to like fill Actually out. Actually sing. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was when we were in the studio, one studio over from Billy, uh, Billy Idol, yeah. uh, whose motorcycles were out front. And they were making too much noise, so they had to ask the drummer to to stop so that we could. Because it's a it's a recording studio. You'd think that that you'd be able to, but apparently he was playing so loud yeah, that it was damn. bleeding through into our studio. Uh, completely on topic yet off topic. Billy Idol has a new four song EP out. And it's terrific. Hmm. Oh, is it phenomenal? It, it is. It is not. Uh, my review is not there yet. Jimmy, it was like maybe three or four years ago. Billy Idol released an album, and Jimmy. Was so over the moon about it. <laughs> I wouldn't shut up. He about would it. not shut up about it. And he said, "The new Billy Idol album is phenomenal." Yes, <laughs> he's doing better, better work than he did in the '80s, in my opinion. Oh wow, it's it's really he's doing his best work today. Okay, good for him. I thought maybe we were talking about noodle soup. Pho. like phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a nominal soup. Yeah. I do. There it's must be a, a there must be a restaurant called phenomenal. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd they, be great. Oh, there They're all puns. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sure. Uh, speaking of puns, let's check in with Garen Conkrell. <laughs> Hold on, uh, they're, they're all puns, but they, they the some of the puns are clearly don't understand how to pronounce it. Yeah, hundred percent. There was one called nine zero two one pho, if you pronounce it right. But it was obviously they thought it was pho. Yeah. So it was nine zero two one pho, but it was over at the mall right here. That's got to be it's got to be a situation of an opportunist, someone who's not native from the country. Mm, yeah. Jerks. All right, uh, Garen, what's your guess on how old Pee Wee Herman is? Paul Rubens. I went low. 
Oh. Uh, I thought he was just turning 40, so oh. I said, no, I'm just kidding. I said 59. 59. All right. Yeah. Hugging, uh, hugging 60. I think it's doing. higher than this, and I'll tell you why. I think it's, it's because uh, the, the Cassandra, what's her last name, plays Elvira. Peterson. Peterson is 70 years old, I want to say. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I think they're contemporaries. I think that they're peers. Were, were they right. both at Groundlings? I believe they were yeah, at the I same that's time. True, so yeah. that's, but I think he's a little younger, so I'm just, that's why I'm going with 67. Sure. Solid logic, yeah. Yep. Love, love Elvira. Uh, go right ahead. Elvira, by the way, is Wait. in negotiation for Lady Dracula. Yeah. Perfect. By the way, perfect yes. I, perfect choice. Does she sing? That's the only question I have. Absolutely, she sings. Did we get Kimmy's guess? Yeah, 62. Uh, okay. 62. All oh, right, yeah. yeah. Paul Rubin was born August 27th, 1952. Making him? 69. 69. Up wow. top. Jimmy! Jimmy, you won. Yeah. Jimmy! Well done. Went with your gut. I went, well, I, but you bullied me into taking my gut, <laughs> and I well, accept it. Now just program that into, program Kim's wow. bullying into your mind. I want everybody to see this, because this never happens. I'm taking this, and I'm putting it on my stack. Congratulations. Yeah. Nice work. I never, I never win any. I never. Really? Win. You never go with your gut. No, a- <laughs> never, ever. Uh, all right, Garen, what's your guess on the trivia? Uh, I went with lamb or sheep. Lamb or sheep. Lamb or sheep. Oh, oh, that's interesting. God, you guys, I really, I my like brain that. did well, not go there at all. That's, yeah. that's, that's right. That's got to be That's what I was wrestling. Be. I was like, I can't even think of any animal that would fit the description. And he did. He, I will tell you this. I will not give you my real answer now, but my backup was lamb. Okay. So did not go with your gut. I did not go with my gut. Uh-oh. Oh man. Okay. Go uh, quickly, Elliot, if you would, please. Yeah, sure. So I, uh, I thought the chivalry part and I went with stag. Stag. stag, stag, stag. I think mm. represents purity on some level. Mm. So that's why I went with. All right, Matt Belknap. That feels right, honestly, because I'm trying to think about like I'm sure if you watched a soccer game where this Scottish national team was playing, someone would be holding a flag with that on it, and that's that sound like like I almost picture that. Mm. But I said horse. Okay, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, like a white horse, maybe. Does it talk? I didn't say. I didn't write down white horse. I just yeah. wrote down horse. So if, if you want to ride, if it's, if it's a non-white horse. <laughs> If it's a horse of color, rather white horse. I'm still in the running. Yeah. Kimmy, what did you say? You were very upset by when you heard lamb. Oh, so good. I wrote Loch Ness monster. <laughs> I yeah. mean, here's the thing. That's amazing. The lo- <laughs> it could be that. It's very pure. Yeah, it should be. If it's not, they need to change it. You know, now. There are. This is a dream. There's a, uh, over the last week. There's more sightings of it, even though the original was considered a hoax. Not considered was a hoax. Was a hoax. Yeah. Was a, it was but a hoax. Now proved and admitted by the hoaxer. Now they're claiming that there actually is one, and that people are now seeing it again. Oh boy! And it doesn't believe in COVID. Yeah. <laughs> That's the weird part. And it wears a red hat. I also wrote or bear. So. <laughs> Uh, so you went with what? Give it to me again. Loch Ness Monster or, or bear. bear. Okay. <laughs> and I, I think none of which. <laughs> I went with a stupid answer. Horse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't believe it's wow, Elliot's going to win again. Shame. I don't know, though. I like lamb. Uh, I, or, or none of us. I, it's, this feels like one where maybe none of us get it. Could be it. a rabbit. What about the Loch Ness Monster? You guys think that's a... <laughs> <laughs> no. no I, They're very chivalrous. I know you come from Improvidence, yes, and but no. <laughs> You don't have a chance. This is what it feels like being an actor, and you're the director now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, for $5, somebody somebody is going to win $5. Uh, Yeah, that's Uh, true, because we'll go with the bet if we don't get the correct answer. Here's your answer. Again, because of its association with chivalry, purity, and innocence, what creature is Scotland's national animal? And the answer is... The unicorn! Oh! I I was so close! Dude, Uh, yes. And that's why I went with horse. Me too, because I was like, well, unicorn would be... 
yeah, it, pure, but I was like, that's stupid. It's not a real animal. Well, it says, uh, and the question explains why it was chosen because of its association with chivalry, purity, and innocence. Wow. The unicorn. Nice. See, Lactus Monster wasn't that dumb. Wasn't that was dumb, it? right? <laughs> <laughs> so now we got to go to the bets. All right. Garen, what'd you bet? I bet seven. Elliot. Oh, I lost. I bet 23. Oh, up high for symbols. <laughs> yeah. Kimmy. 20. I bet 20. 20. I went 16. And I went three. Oh, what hey. does that mean? You you win. Oh, hey, <laughs> double winner today. This is uh, a. I, I don't know how to. I don't know how to behave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, glad behave. that because I know you were oh, thinking no. unicorn. You and I, I think both thought it, and I somehow I couldn't because I, it's not real. So I did. Yeah. It, I, 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 what? I just moved on. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's plenty of there's plenty of not real. They're not real for 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 future oh, things. God. There's griffins on some crests. You're right. And, you're right. You're right. My son's middle name is Griffin. Are you implying my son's on a crest? Or oh, no. does he use crest toothpaste? I mean, I couldn't tell I'm you. I'm implying he's and not real. And if I real. could, that would be creepy. <laughs> does crest toothpaste still exist? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yes. It's, it's one, one of the big ones. one of the big three. Crest yeah. and Colgate. <laughs> and uh, what's the third? Aquafresh. <laughs> <laughs> I use Quip, of course. Quip toothpaste yeah. is uh, wonderful. They got the watermelon and the mint. Oh. Uh, get quip.com slash pardo to get yourself a savings. I do. Am like I looking here with a bunch of Quip right now? <laughs> <laughs> um... All right, so I won money. Yeah, you did. Congratulations. And I won money. This is a big day, Kimmy. I'm, gonna, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. I think Plus, you we know, get to see you, which we've was We've come so far from the back of a car oh doing a podcast <laughs> to <laughs> you being wealthy, lousy with chips. <laughs> lousy with chips, that's me. <laughs> I feel like Jimmy Pardo is not great at these bets and games, but you know who is? Jimmy Jam? Jim Jam. <laughs> Jim Jam's very good. Yeah. Jim Jam. Jim Jam's a winner. Get this guy as a guest star on a TV show right now, a situation uh, comedy. I'm, ava- I'm available for anything under five. I'm your under five actor. And is it crazy to say you should get new headshots that say Jim Jam on them? I think it's crazy to say somebody should get headshots. <laughs> yeah, does that not exist anymore? They don't use them anymore, right? Uh, it can be the headshot is kind not, of... Not printed out. Yeah, you they, take a you photograph. Will, you'll send it or you, like... A digital. Yeah, yeah, digitally. Does the does the actor's access and the likes uh, exist as a thing that people use? Yeah, I think so. But yeah, it's it's been a while. Occasionally I'll get an email that's like, looking for a, a person to play a dentist. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm perfect for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to give up my career and be this dentist. Uh, but they don't have to be professionally shot anymore, right? They could just... Uh, yeah, they got They should be professionally yeah. shot. I, I don't know. Jimmy Jam. Jimmy Jam doesn't fuck around. You I know, know Jimmy Jam I mean? takes it seriously. That's <laughs> yeah. why I'm asking the questions. Yeah. Yeah. Guy, yeah. Taking a picture with your cell phone looks as good as a, as a photograph these days. Mm, mm. No, nah, you got to get proper lighting. You know, you got to right. get a whole thing. You know, so you gotta get your hair styled and such. I get up at 445 every day and get my hair styled. <laughs> Jimmy, I got you I, covered on the photo. We'll just go out there. We'll I'll do the thing. No, no. Come with me. I'll oh, you haven't seen Matt's photos, though. No. Oh, all um, right, all right. I, it's only going to cost you $7,000. <laughs> but I'm going to give you all of the outtakes. You can oh, use no. whichever oh, give, one you oh, want. Oh, I give them all? I'm not just going to give you one photo and that's it. You get to use everything. I'll I even love get... that you call them outtakes. <laughs> I don't know what you call them in <laughs> photography. What would they be called? There's no, uh, well, yeah, what misprint, is it? Not misprint. The, the other shots? Other you, yeah. Yeah. Options? Options? options. There is a term. I'll there. give you, you know what? I'll take the memory card out of the camera and give it to you. You can, keep, you can keep that. By the way, that used to be a huge deal. When you when you got headshots, the photographer owned the rights right. to the headshots. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you could only get the ones that they printed for you. You couldn't, to get the negatives was like, like thousands, literally, th- like it would be $7,000. Which is insane. Yeah, that is nuts. It, it was just a way to like, I'm going to make more money off of you later. Yeah. Because they, they knew that they could do it. Mm-mm. But did like so like if someone became a huge star would they go back and buy those because they could is that the premise? Well, I think it's the other way around. The photographer would sell those the rights uh, to those so oh, they could make money. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. 
That's oh, a good point. I don't like yeah. that guy. Love an old headshot. <laughs> yeah, no, especially one where they're blinking. <laughs> this is awesome, dude. I've got a Deborah Messing where only one of her eyes is closed. Oh my god, it's a collector's so rare. Yeah. Thank you. It's like that stamp. Thank you for acknowledging it. Uh, Kimmy, what a joy to see you. Ditto. Thank you for having of me. Of course. Thank you. See, it's, it's simple. You come in here, you run your mouth for an hour or so, and you leave. It's it can't be simpler. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not your eight hours. How, how many hours a day do you work on a situation comedy these days? Uh, you know, it depends. I like to get there early and stay a little bit later. So, you do? Yeah, like 13, 14 hours. Depends. Yeah. A day? Yeah, yeah. Because you don't like your son or your daughter and your husband? <laughs> no. Well, I've been out of town. Everything shoots out of town. Chicago, Atlanta, Vancouver. I've been out of town most what of the year. What shoots in Chicago? Uh, the Big Leap. The Big Leap. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I get, I, you mentioned that earlier. I don't know that show. What is that? New Fox show. It's about dancing. Oh, Cool. And uh, that's why they hired you. They yeah. saw your rhythm nation moves. Rhythm nation moves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? Uh, who stars in this? Do I know anybody? Scott Foley, Piper Parabo, Terry Polo, and love- then there's a wonderful cast of young people. I love and, all those people. Um, and uh, this uh, guy, Christopher Scott, who uh, choreographed In the Heights. He's choreographing wow. all the numbers. Awesome. And uh, Lance and Danielle and Comfort from So You Think You Can Dance are also. Uh, choreographing it, it is spectacular. Oh, wonder when is yeah. it uh, premiere? Or is it already on? It's it. Uh, the second episode is actually tonight. Oh, yeah. So episode seven is going to be your favorite. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll get through the first six, <laughs> yeah. and then bam, here stomach comes. through. Yeah. Uh, so it's, there's dancing. Is there also uh, singing, or is it no? Uh, just dancing. It's like a show within a show about a dance competition. Love it. Yeah. I love dancing. Yeah. Me too. Um, yeah. So, and I, I was so happy because the first, uh, like, I did Crazy Ex Girlfriend was one of my first, like, DJ gigs. And so it was nice Neat. to come back and do some um, more singing and dancing. Which showbiz. One, which, which episode did you write? Oh, I did season four. I did the Cats episode. Nice. Uh, which is um, all about uh, her vaginal problems. <laughs> oh. Fun fact we have the same gynecologist. Not a, not a joke. <laughs> In real life. In real life. Oh my God. Rachel Bloom and I. <laughs> We do, we delivered our babies with the same doctor. Oh my babies. gosh, That's, you're bonded wow. for life. Yeah, uh, she's the best. Is yeah. she? No. <laughs> yes, Jim. She's, no, she's wonderful. She is. Of course, yeah. she's wonderful. Um, all right, listen. Yep. Great to see you. Good to see. Thank you, you for being here. What a joy! An absolute joy. Congratulations on all this. It's wonderful. Thank yeah. you. And so, here's one for the fans. Jimmy Jam. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have the pop culture There he is, Garen Cockerman, Video Village. That's the uh, the paranoid check. Elliot Hopper, the Honcho Matt Belknap, our friend Kimmy Gatewood. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK47 gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2021 Never Not Funny, LLC.